This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. It is Wednesday, July 22nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, an earthquake with a preliminary magnitude of 7.8 struck off the coast of Alaska early Wednesday morning. The earthquake was centered 60 miles south, southeast of Perryville, Alaska, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. The quake is considered shallow at about six miles deep. Shallow earthquakes often cause the most damage compared to the ones that are deeper, regardless of the strength. A tsunami warning was issued following the earthquake. Sirens could be heard blaring in videos posted on social media as residents heeded warnings to evacuate. Did you say shallow or Shiloh, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> Same word. <laughs> shy, shy, Shiloh. The warning was in effect for South Alaska and the Alaska Peninsula, Pacific Coast, from Kennedy Entrance to Unimac Pass, according to the Tsunami Warning Center. But all tsunami warnings and advisories were canceled early Wednesday morning, according to the National Weather Service. Kathy, when I was at, uh, so my wife and I went to Alaska, and was basically our delayed honeymoon, uh, went to Anchorage and Seward. And Seward, after the uh, Good Friday earthquake, which was an 8.6, I think, a tsunami came roaring into that harbor. And even this is just years ago. This is how long after it. The wood up to a certain level, you can see it all the way around in the harbor valley, is petrified. Oh, Wasn't it like the 1950s, right? 60... Early 60s 60, or something? 63. I'm not exactly okay. sure. Yeah, what, so you 50s. could see the line you could where it see came the up? line wow. where, they, where the tsunami had come in and raged into the area. It's oh just gosh. wild. That's the kind of force you're dealing with. So there have been at least 11 aftershocks ranging from magnitudes of 3.9 to 6.1. As parents and students in the tri-state area anxiously await word on what school will look like in the fall. Three school districts proposed their alternate plans on Tuesday night. The classrooms in every room within the Radnor Township School District will look different, spaced out, and rather bare. If the state remains in the green or yellow phase of Governor Tom Wolf's COVID-19 reopening plan, students will be allowed inside. Radnor officials are considering five different plans for grades K through 5 and two possible options for 6 through 12. One plan includes all students in the building, while another includes a hybrid schedule of in-class and remote instruction. There will also be the option for full-time virtual learning taught by Radnor teachers for every student K through 12. Nothing is set in stone at this point, but the administration says if the state would go back to the red phase, everyone goes back to online learning. The Colonial School District Superintendent recommended a hybrid plan on Tuesday night, which includes two days of in-class instruction and three days of virtual learning. They will also have a full-time virtual option available for students. On Monday night, the Lower Marion School District was planning to vote to bring all students back, but new guidance from health officials now recommends students to be six feet apart, so they're delayed in that vote. Cherry Hill and Camden School District superintendents held a joint press conference on Tuesday. They say that they're considering hybrid options of in-class and virtual instruction. We had in the Southern School District where my kids go, we had a they had a Zoom uh, presentation right. where everybody could watch from Frank Gallagher, who's the uh, superintendent. They presented everything, and so we've got some choices to make. But yeah, it's uh, you you have options. It's you know yeah. you, you can do. Uh, you can do at-home learning, uh, and uh, if you do go there to the school, um, you know, it's going to be distancing and masks, and uh, they have restrictions on, on lunch and, and all kinds of protocols that uh, that they brought us up to speed on. Have you had any parents in your area, because uh, I've heard this happening, I'm not sure if it's how wide it is, doing, I guess they're calling it micro-schooling, where a collective of families get together and oh, will, wow. and and will sort it. of 
put on their own mini school. So no, that, haven't heard about yeah, that. Yeah, so like some members can go to work and they can switch it's off. Not and a do bad that. idea. That's the problem. What are so, these parents who right. have to go to work? So that what was, are they going to do? Yeah, that was one their of the big issues. Solution, which is to sort of kind of have like seven or eight families, and then one would take the teaching someday. And I don't know exactly the specifics of it, but you guys haven't heard of it. So. I mean, and it might work out because uh, I know at least in my house, like your own kid doesn't want to listen to you. They'll listen to other people and they'll listen <laughs> to the teacher. But right? if you, I mean, Jace literally thinks I'm an idiot. Like he's like, you don't know that that's wrong. I'm like. I did go to school, too. I went to college. And he's like, that's wrong. That's my dad. It is a hard bridge to cross when your mom and dad and suddenly your teacher, unless you are a teacher. And we did talk to some people around the uh, coolest teacher period in uh, in June where, you know, they were saying, okay, so I'm a teacher. And they they were running it like a school scenario. But it's hard to make that jump when you're a kid. Yeah, whether yeah, it's your you, mom or dad. The, the the boundaries have to be clear yeah. on <laughs> I am teacher from this time to this time. And some kids, like Chase, aren't having no, it. No, no, he's not having it. are not going to do it. He's like, you're so dumb, you have uh, no idea what you're talking you're about. You're so dumb. <laughs> wait, wait, Kath, real quick. Tell the story you're about so when, he put, when he put his hands on your cheeks and leaned in. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Eddie, what? Oh, it was when he was so little. Dumb. So we were talking about the other day writing down what your kids say and having that. And, yeah. and I said that. Um, Saving quotes from them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I said that Bill Wesson's wife, Connie, gave me this little book. And for the first five years, each day you you entered something. So I forget how old he was, maybe four or something. But I have written in there that he put his hands on my cheeks and, like, pulled my face in. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so cute. He's going to give me a kiss. And he looked at me and went, you an idiot. <laughs> you an idiot? <laughs> Wow. Where is he getting really this, nice Kathy? You're calling me an idiot? With that grammar? You're calling me an idiot? You don't even know how to wipe your butt. <laughs> Who's an idiot? You are uh, an idiot. It's you are. <laughs> yeah, Nick, you are an idiot. <laughs> Nick wow. and I ended up going through our... He, he went through the, some of the stuff that Ben said. We were reading it after we talked about that. So, yeah, there were some funny things in there. Wow. New Jersey has added Delaware back to its list of states from which travelers are requested to self-quarantine for 14 days. Ten states were added to the list on Tuesday, bringing the total to 31. The advisory applies to any person arriving from a state with a positive test rate uh, higher than 10 per 100,000 residents or a state with 10% or higher positivity rate over a seven-day rolling average. Hey, this is good news for New Jersey. Less Delaware drivers in New Jersey. There you go. Got to see the glasses half full. Mm -hmm. Except Delaware is pissed. The, uh, the governor yes. was like, what the hell? He's like, knock it off. Yeah, he's like, you, you put us on, you take us off, now we're back on F the list. You an idiot. You an idiot. You an you idiot. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, the New Jersey Health Commissioner said airlines will notify passengers traveling to New Jersey about the survey at their point of departure and again in flight. The survey will collect information on travelers' residence and destination, which will then be forwarded to the appropriate county health department. So as you're getting off the plane, they're going to go, good luck. (laughs) The county will contact the travelers, she said. Uh, Murphy reported 424 new cases and 22 more deaths on Tuesday. New Jersey now has a confirmed 13,763 deaths from COVID-19 with another 2,000 considered probable. The total number of cases exceeds 177,000, but the state has seen a significant drop in the last several weeks in the number of positive cases, hospitalizations, and patients requiring intensive care. In sports this morning... (laughs) 
When NFL training camps open next week, teams' rosters will include a maximum of 80 players as opposed to the usual 90 in an effort to help enforce social distancing measures in team facilities. The NFL and the union also officially agreed to the league's plan to eliminate all preseason games for the 2020 season. Players and team personnel will be tested every day for the first two weeks of training camp than every other day as long as the team's positive test rate remains under 5%. The Eagles trimmed their roster by another two players, leaving them with 87 players on their 90-man roster. Center Keegan Render was waived and veteran cornerback Trevor Williams was released. This comes one day after they waived undrafted wide receiver and former college quarterback Khalil Tate. And the National Hockey League released its first COVID-19 test results since training camps opened on July 13th. Only two players tested positive. The league said that 2,618 tests were administered to more than 800 players. Both players self-isolated and are following the protocols set fourth by the CDC and Health Canada. The timeline for a return to the team greatly varies if the player was symptomatic or asymptomatic. Players are tested every other day along with daily checks for fever and symptoms. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much Kath and uh, welcome to a glorious Wednesday, a gloriously, sickeningly hot man. I don't know about you guys, we had severe storms come through our area last night. I guess they must have been <sighs> isolated. But they I must mean, have like, been. Like house shaking oh, really? thunder. Yes. So I woke crazy. up and there was a little bit of moisture on like the, the patio and I'm like oh, something must have happened during the night but I had some windows open and nothing came through so I'm glad we didn't get what you had because yeah. we had half the windows of the house open upstairs. Yeah it was pretty wild. Woke me up. So uh, we have more scattered thunderstorms expected today and tomorrow so heads up some of those could be severe. Uh, with Wednesdays come a chance for you to win some good stuff and we have today for the secret text word a free month of uh, Philo and an Amazon Fire Stick. Whoa! And Steve, it's Christmas in July on the Hallmark Channel with holiday movies 24-7 through Sunday. Yeah, I've been watching. They've, uh, they've had them all along, but now they have actual marathon press to Yeah, all the time. I yeah. was, uh, it was over the weekend, and I was walking through the house, and I go... Why am I whistling Jingle Bells? <laughs> Why I swear yeah, to God, yeah, oh, yeah. and it's because Rochelle was watching these goddamn... <laughs> Christmas shows. Please understand. I under. I, I get I know you your understand. ire. I I can't help myself. <laughs> I can't help myself. I don't. I, the power over me is irrefutable. People love them. Yes. People love them. All right. So we have a chance for you to win this. Uh, just text the word "secret" to three nine three three three, and uh, we'll see if you win later on. Two ways. We'll ask you to. Call in the and give us the word that we bounce back to you, and we'll also grab a random text or two. So a couple of different ways to do that. Uh, Guest-wise, we got one. It's a big one, and I mean that in more ways than one. It's Bert Kreischer on our show. Yesterday, we made the announcement. It's the return of live entertainment in Philadelphia. It is the live-in, drive-in in conjunction uh, with us and Live Nation. And one of the events that's coming up, actually the first one, the Preston and Steve Show present Bert Kreischer. Uh, wait, is that the first one? Yeah. August 16th. Okay, so tickets go on sale this Friday. And uh, it's going to be drive-in style yeah. at Citizens Bank Park, outside in the parking lot. Bert has done a few of these live events like this, so he's he's seasoned. He knows how to pull it off. And that's going to be the first one. So we're excited. So we'll talk to Bert about that later on this morning around 9 o'clock. It's cool, Preston. They made a big announcement on the news this morning on television, and they said, Brett Kreischer is oh, coming. No. Seriously? <laughs> Brett Kreischer. That's better coming. than Bert Chrysler. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Brett Kreischer. Well, we'll ask him. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
So we'll talk to him around 9 o'clock. We're looking forward to that. Uh, these things are more taking place. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. I have a lot of entertainment stories, like a gazillion celebrity birthdays today as we go throughout after I ask these stupid questions give something away. So if you are celebrating a birthday today, you're in pretty good company. Yep. I'll uh, get to that in a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Hey, you don't need a getaway to have a great getaway this summer. At Acme, you'll find everything you need to get into vacation mode right at home. Enjoy summer favorites all season long. From their famous USDA Lancaster brand choice beef and tender chicken to the tastiest summer fruits and vegetables. So fresh and delicious, you'll think you're on vacation. No matter what your grocery needs are this summer, Acme has you covered. Acme, your summer food headquarters. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, the stupid question prize is a 24-karat gold dip rose from Stephen Singer Jewelers. Here's what I want you to do. Name the first president of the United States whose son also served as president. Ah. 215-263-WMMR. Name the first president of the United States whose son also served as president. All right, let's see if you know the answer. Uh, Wednesday, July 22nd. Like I said a moment ago, a ton of celebrity birthdays. A guy we were just talking about yesterday celebrates his birthday today, John Leguizamo. Yes. What a talented actor slash one-man show slash stand-up comedian. Crackshot veteran. Oh, Crackshot yeah. has played Crackshot. Yes, he has. He has. shot us. Uh, I love that guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's um, excellent. He's great, and, and he's only in uh, John Wick for a little yeah. bit. He's an awesome character, he though. He is. Yeah, he, yep. he stands he's like, what up. what are you doing? Yeah. Where'd you get this car? Where'd yep. you get yep. that car? Uh, and he's Sid, the voice in, in Ice Age, and he's been in, you know, Summer of Sam and just loads of movies. Uh, Carlito's Way. He's, yeah. He's fantastic. He's 56 today. Uh, also celebrating number 56 is David Spade. Ah, uh, David Spade's great. We've uh, talked to him before. His talk show's really good. He does sort of like a paneling talk show with other comedians. It's really great. And uh, we have a very cool picture of him holding up a sign that talks about us. Todd Glass made him do it. <laughs> yeah. Which was awesome. We need to parlay that. <laughs> we we get past all this and hopefully get David Spade in the studio. Yep. So uh, he is, uh, like I said, 56 years old today. Uh, it's also Willem Dafoe's birthday. Love him. And uh, man, has he been in a lot of stuff throughout the years. Preston, he, I tell you, this movie, uh, it's Togo. It's on a Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's a dog movie. It's based on a true story. Yeah. You will cry your eyes out, and Willem Dafoe is awesome in it. No kidding. Yeah. It's called Togo? Yes. It's good. Write that down. I'm looking for some family viewing. Oh, yeah. this is a, it's a home run. Okay. He is. It's a true story. He's playing a, a real guy, and and the the story is of uh, this serum transferal which occurred uh, during a blizzard in Alaska. Okay. It's an amazing story, and All he's right. great. We watched uh, Call of the Wild a few weeks back. Uh, oh, really enjoyed think? that. Did I watched you? it. It was well done. Yeah, I like Togo more, but I did like Call of the Wild. I thought it was really well done. All right. Willem Dafoe is sixty five today. Albert Brooks, the great, uh, the genius, actor, comedian, writer. Uh, so many movies as well. Uh, Ooh, Defending, defending Your Life. life. I gotta mm-hmm. watch that. You never saw it? No, no, no. I mean, I gotta watch that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I should say that, yeah. Uh, and also, uh, a voice actor, not unlike, uh, I was mentioning John Leguizamo. Remember Mar- uh, Nemo's dad, Marlon, uh, is played by Albert Brooks and a bunch of other characters, too. He's 73. Uh, Danny Glover. He really is too old for this ass. He's 74 today. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what he thinks about Mel. 
About Mel Gibson? Yeah. I don't know. I've it's never not, heard him. I don't, please don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> I would prefer you don't ask. God, you know what he's great in? The color purple. You hate his guts. Oh, my God. He's a, just so mean. A guy who seems pretty damn likable yeah. is so disgusting in that yep. movie. Yep. Uh, and he uh, turned 74 today. Uh, we're going to speak more on this gentleman in a moment because I have some stuff coming up about his memoir. But Alex Trebek, it's a very, very milestone birthday today at 80 years old. He made it. He yep. made it. And, you know, they're doing these uh, the first episodes that Alex Trebek hosted Jeopardy, the first two. And last night they had an in- interesting thing occur, Preston, where during the final Jeopardy, Everyone got it wrong, and everyone bet everything. Wow. So it finished with zero across the board. Wow. No winners. There was no champion, huh. and they reset. I'd have to do that, yeah. yeah. All right, so he's 80 today. Uh, actor Terrence Stamp, he was General Zod in the original Superman movie. Uh, also, Wall Street, Phantom Menace, he's in that. He is 82 years old today. Uh, Louise Fletcher, who was Nurse, nurse Ratched in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Also, uh uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine and a lot of other films as well. She's 86. Uh, Bob Dole, I'll be honest, I didn't know he was still alive. He's 97 years oh, old. Damn. Today. Yeah. War hero, veteran. Um, he. I was thinking of him the other day because I remember that bizarre Britney Spears commercial. Remember mm-hmm. from Pepsi? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was watching that. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was they, weird. They even had a uh, like a like an erection, uh, a, a slight With knot. the pencil. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and he goes, the dog was next to him. He was like, easy boy or something like that. <laughs> and yeah, oh, it was pretty wild. <laughs> uh, Bob Dole, 97 today. Don Henley. Of the Eagles. Uh, he was a cornerback. Uh, no, he was in the band, the Eagles. Uh, and celebrates his 73rd birthday today. Uh, musical genius, I would say. Yeah. Uh, his solo stuff and the Eagles, all great. Yes. And kind of a, uh, a tough nut to crack as far as a personality goes. He's also... I tell you what, though. Pierre did an interview with him, I remember hearing, and... Uh, Don opened up and seemed very affable, very nice. That's cool. He had a great conversation, so it's cool because he can be kind of tough to talk to. The word, the word is in his heyday of the Eagles, Preston. Henley traveled with like a suitcase that had his sexual equipment in it. I remember no. hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, he is seventy-three today. In that documentary, um, I always forget the name of the documentary, but the one that you guys love, and, and I've seen it as well. He barely smiles when talking about the Eagles. You know, when you watch yeah. Paul He's- McCartney. Talk about the Beatles. He, he, he recalls those things fondly, but I don't know if Don Henley really enjoyed being in the Eagles or not. I, I just think he's a, he's a very serious guy. Yeah. You know, I just think that's the way he is. I was obsessed with this song in 1993. I would drive until I heard it. Like, it was basically in uh, regular rotation on classic rock radio, right? right. right? And I wouldn't, I, I mean, I wouldn't get out of the car until I heard it. And then I was and like, someone oh. said, why don't you buy the record? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have, like, a, a, a tape player in my car, right. you know. This is, like, back in the 90s where tape players and CD players weren't on the norm, on the regs, so. Fellas, we're not stopping until we're here. <laughs> Hotel I really California. have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. yeah. He's 73. Uh, Rick Davies, a singer and musician of the band Supertramp, celebrates his 76th birthday today. Huge Supertramp fan. Outstanding band. 
absolutely outstanding. Are you guys at all into it? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I another... drive around until I hear this song. <laughs> yes, <laughs> why not? And another uh, great musician, George Clinton, uh, P Funk, leader of Parliament Funkadelic. Oh, yeah. Bill Clinton's brother. 79. No. No. no, that is not the case at all. Oh. Roger Clinton's brother. Uh, I still have a bunch of others. I got to get right to them. Oh, man, um, but Reese... I didn't get to play it. At Don't worry all. about it. Reese Ifens, uh, who is in uh, several movies, uh, Notting Hill, The Replacements. He was the kicker in The Replacements. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and little Nicky Steve, he's one of the <laughs> one of the evil brothers. He's fifty three today. Uh, Emily Sailors, who is uh, one of the one half of the Indigo Girls, love that group. So do I. She's fifty seven. Uh, Selena Gomez also turns. Wow, she's twenty eight years old today. Remember when she was a kid, man? And now she's uh, she's gotten a uh, a kidney from her friend. Remember she had that it was a kidney transplant, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. 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 So she's twenty eight, and then the last birthday, and the youngest on the list is Prince. George of Cambridge, son of Prince William and Kate Middleton. He is seven years old today. The little Dickens. Yeah. So happy birthday to him. He is cute. He's a cute kid. Told you there was a whole bunch of them. Third in line to the throne. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And it is thus. Um, Name the first president whose son also served as president. 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Karen. Hey, Karen. Hi, good morning. How are you guys? Wonderful. You poor, unfortunate, named young lady. Um, <laughs> what is the answer we're looking for? John Adams. John, John Adams is correct, yeah! yes. His son was John Quincy Adams, and John Adams was president in uh, 1797 to 1801, and then John Quincy Adams was president from 1825 to 1829. Congratulations, Karen. Oh, thank you so much, and have a nice day. Tonight. You bet. Hang on just a second. And what's crazy is we worked with the mother of one of his descendants. We worked uh, with the mother of one of his descendants. Right. So Sophia, who used to work here in our That's sales right. department, yes. uh, her, her, you know, she was pregnant. I was like, oh, what are you going to name him? She's like, well, I kind of have to name him John Quincy. And, and so blah, blah, blah. As it turns out, her, you know, the father of her child is a, John Quincy Adams. Yes. Huh. Like the third or fourth or something like okay. that. That's wild. Yep. All right. So uh, hang on the line. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you a 24-karat gold dip rose from Stephen Singer Jewelers. Stephen Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Stephen Singer is there for you. Visit IHateStevenSinger.com. A lot to get to. We're beginning with Amber and Johnny. God damn. Uh, she thing never stops. She took the stand yesterday to deny allegations. She cheated on Johnny Depp and fabricated injuries to make it look like he abused her. The divorce couple have seen their often fractious relationship go under the microscope as Depp attempts to prove in a libel case against the son, the newspaper, uh, that he is not the wife beater. They dubbed him and they attempt to prove that he did abuse Amber Heard on uh, 14 separate occasions. 14. So the Aquaman star, Amber Heard, uh, brought a previously unseen photo showing bruises on her right cheek and said that on the stand, Depp threw a cell phone at her face that evening, quote, like he was a baseball pitcher. Uh, Depp's lawyer, Eleanor Laws, showed footage of Heard leaving the elevator in their L.A. building in the days following the alleged incident that showed a seemingly unbruised face. The 34-year-old claims that she was wearing makeup to hide the bruises. Uh, Some of the denials of uh, cheating, faking, and defecation came up as well. And what'd she say about that? I'm sure she embraced it and was very proud of it. I'm going to save the poop for last. Okay. Uh, (laughs) She said that her good friend James Franco saw her face... Uh, himself shortly after at the the incident I had mentioned earlier and asked what the F happened to your face after the incident. 
Uh, discussing his alleged abuse, Heard said of Depp that she was, quote, petrified of the monster that Johnny could become. And that's what he called himself, right? His alternate personality, according to her. Yes. He referred to his alternate personality as the monster. Testifying about one incident in 2013 when they were staying at a trailer park, uh, she said he broke light fixtures and he broke the frosted glass front of a cabinet. And I think he threw glasses at me. Uh, he accused me of being. Now, would that be glass like you drink out of? Or eyeglasses. Or a pair eyeglasses. Of glasses, yes. I- I'm going to get. I can't see without my glasses. Yeah. Wear my glasses. Put on my glasses. <laughs> I'm going to guess drinking glasses. My girl, too. Oh, Starring Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Oh, no. Uh, he, allergic to bees. Uh, he accused me of being the moral. And I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> How old are you? She said, (laughs) no, you're not. He accused me of being the moral police and, quote, a lesbian camp counselor. That's actually pretty cool. And of hiding his drugs. I saw a few movies with lesbian camp counselors. They get a lot of (laughs) action. They're awesome. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, However, she admitted that she did hit him once. She said, I did strike Johnny that day in defense of my sister, Whitney. He was about to push her down the stairs. Uh, she also responded to Law's questions about the now-famous bed defecation. Yes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Depp has said that she pooped in their bed as a prank, but she has blamed their two teacup Yorkshire Terriers. <laughs> Heard said in reference to that, of course not. That is absolutely disgusting. That is unimaginable to me. Do you think you could tell the difference between teacup poodle poop and Amber Heard poop? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You'd imagine. Yes. I think there'd be a lot more caviar in the Amber Heard poop. Uh, she also denied the allegation that she cheated on Johnny with Elon Musk and Franco. Uh, but Laws presented text in which it appears that Musk offered to protect her and seemed hurt by her ghosting him. Laws, not not legal uh, precedent. This is a yeah. That's the lawyer's name. Uh, the offer is a good name to have if you're a lawyer. Uh, the offer would stand even if you never wanted to see me again. This is what the the, the text to her ghosting said. Uh, the offer would stand even if you never wanted to see me again. Anyway, sorry for being an idiot. The radio silence hurts a lot. It only matters because I really like you. Okay. That's coming from Elon Musk. No. Oh, All that right. is uh, Musk offered to protect her and seemingly hurt by oh, yeah, her ghosting him. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I guess so. That would uh. be from him. Anyway, it's hard to follow. <laughs> There's a lot going on. It hey, really is. Between bed pooping and ghosting. You had me a pooping. Yeah, me too. Kim Kardashian. Reportedly working frantically behind the scenes to get her husband, Kanye West, help. Kanye's unraveling. Uh, the presidential hopeful claimed that she and her momager, Chris, were uh, trying to, quote, lock him up on Twitter Monday night. And now sources tell people that the media mogul has been trying to get Kanye help for weeks. Uh, the posts have since been deleted. They all, uh, Dave Chappelle flew out to hang with him to see if he could help Kanye a little bit. He's perceiving a nervous breakdown on Kanye's part. The source said, but what do you do when a person doesn't want help? Uh, and they had pointed out that West has been staying at the family's compound in Cody, Wyoming. said Kanye is in Cody because he doesn't want help. If he wanted help, he would come back to L.A. Uh, Kim has, as the rapper hinted, consulted with doctors. 
Uh, the insider says Kim's family is around to support her as always, and they love Kanye. They want him to be healthy. They are all trying to figure out how to help him. Uh, they were in contact with medical professionals for guidance. The problem is she's consulting with podiatrists. Oh, oh let's see. That will not help. Kind of doctor. Unless he's got foot problems. I think you said psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> podiatrist. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? Um, Feet? In the now-deleted tweets, Kanye had written, Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up, like on the movie Get Out, because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. A reference to his comments about Daughter Northwest during his first campaign rally over the weekend. A source tells people that uh, Kim is furious that West brought up possibly aborting North during a campaign rally on Sunday. Uh, The pair do share North, St. Chicago, and Psalm as children. Uh, the pair's relationship has reportedly broken down significantly. Uh, West announced his intention to run for president earlier this month, and his family is reportedly concerned for his mental health. Well, she was upset because obviously as the kid gets older, yeah, she's going to read about the fact that and there was a point at which they considered aborting the baby, and it's, so that was a concern. I, yeah, I don't think any, and listen, that's just my opinion, I don't think any child needs to know that uh, abortion was, uh, was an option. I think Tim Tebow, uh, that was one of the things that he, you know, uh, he had said that the, I don't know, he and his, mo- I'm not he, but because uh, he had no choice in the matter, but his mother and father, like that was he and like- his mother discussed aborting him. <laughs> I don't think I'm into this, mom. No, uh, I just, I think it's, I think it's weird for it is weird, a child yeah. to know that. Yeah. Well, he made a big thing about it too. Yeah. So. Princess Beatrice's secret royal wedding broke with tradition while still managing to honor her grandmother, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, since the Queen Mother's wedding in uh, nineteen, you know, do we have other royal music? We are. We sick, sick of this, right? We are to oh, use this I'm for the so baby. Sorry. Something, something uh, different, please. If you she, like. she threw a hen party, right? No. Uh, so, what a, a bachelorette party? <laughs> yeah. Uh, since the Queen Mother's wedding in nineteen twenty-three, the royal family has used Welsh gold for their wedding bands, and Kate Middleton, Princess ah. Eugenie, and or Eugene. And uh, Meghan Markle uh, fell in line. Eugene. But then, Eugene. But then Beatrice's husband-to-be, Eduardo Mapelli Mozzi, uh, decided to design her ring. He never did the crap. And he chose platinum over gold. Huh. Uh, he said, we designed the ring in platinum because we wanted it to aesthetically match and entwine with the engagement ring. I remember when platinum was all the rage. Our British jeweler, Sean Leanne, tells people, adding, the rings have been made for each other and there's a romance in that. Now, Beatrice's secret wedding on Friday in front of uh, 20 guests at All Saints Chapel in Windsor Great Park. Also on her tradition, Beatrice wore a repurposed Norman Hartnell vintage gown from her grandmother's closet and the same diamond tiara that the Queen wore on her wedding day with Prince Philip. I uh, guess they do a lot of that in the royal family, right? You got you have things yeah. that they get passed down. This one still had skid marks in it. Well, <laughs> and at uh, when we went to the Tower of London, you know, I I saw the yeah went up and saw the crown jewels. So oh. what she wore would have been on display there. Oh, Part wow. of the deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both the Queen and Philip were among the small group of attendees. According to jewelry experts, the tiara may have been a subtle signal of strength and unity. Fred Layton's creative director, Rebecca Selva, told Town & Country, Could there have been a more perfectly beautiful and royal family wedding? We contacted Stephen Singer. This wedding was about family, celebrating love, honoring family, and respecting tradition, 
with a great sensitivity to and awareness of the times we are living. This is a very profound event. We would like to see your entire Argentium collection. Uh, as observers know, the wedding was not only significantly downgraded because of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, but also due, many believe, to Beatrice's father, Prince Andrew's ongoing sex scandal. Was he there? Uh, I do <laughs> I do not know. I mean, they've, they basically find that him. guy now. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'd be surprised if you see him anywhere. But it's his daughter's wedding, so hopefully he'd be able to attend Maybe he that. zoomed in. And his, their, her mother's uh, Sarah Ferguson, and they got divorced a long time ago, too. So I would imagine that both parents were there, but uh, you don't see them in any of the photos. So. God, man, they'd be a tough sell bringing Prince Andrew into that. Yes, yeah. it would be. Uh, let's see. On to uh, birthday boy, Alex Trebek. He is looking back on his life and legacy in his memoir. It's called The Answer Is Reflections on My Life. Uh, some of the biggest takeaways. Uh, let's stay with the uh, the royal family because Trebek reveals that meeting Queen Elizabeth II in 1967. Here comes the music again. Hit it. Was his most memorable celeb encounter. At the time, he was hosting a variety show in honor of Canada's centennial. He said they spoke after the show and she attended for five minutes. And he said, you're not supposed to lead the conversation with the Queen. She loved horses. And once she found out I was hosting the Canadian Triple Crown of Racing, we spent much of our discussion on that. How much do you charge for mustache rides? Now listen. <laughs> when he saw her again the next day, he admits to be lower, being lowered a peg or two. He said... As she approached me, I was thinking, well, here comes my new best friend, and I wonder what we'll talk about today. He said, I stood a little taller, my chest swelled up, I smiled, and when she got to me, she said, good show, please tell me your name and where you are from. (laughs) And they had just had a conversation the day before. Well, she meets a lot of people. She does. And And she had just spent the evening with Pat Pat Sajak. Oh, and so she was enamored of that, I'm sure. She was enamored of him. Uh, his one encounter with drugs. He he reveals that information. I, the concept of Alex Trebek doing drugs blows my mind. Pot-laced brownies during a 1970s dinner, and it was decidedly memorable. He said, I had four or five of them. Oh, my. Anybody who has ever sampled knows that one yeah. is more than enough. I've always heard they're very potent. Uh, he said, I did not realize they were hash brownies. <laughs> Mr. Naive here. He said, the party was on a Friday night. The drugs knocked me out so much I spent the weekend laid out on their guest bedroom in their guest bedroom and didn't leave their home until Monday morning. Oh my god, that's really The sick. answer is seahorse. Mm. Miss <laughs> Captain <laughs> Seahorse here. Like, like a seahorse <laughs> <Yes>. here. <laughs> he went to the complete <laughs> He's hosting seahorse. the show. <laughs> Alex, what are you saying? The answer is a seahorse here. It's like a seahorse. <laughs> He's in the closet, <laughs> running a show all by himself. The f- what is the seahorse captain? What is the seahorse seashell party? Who didn't invite me? Why didn't I get invited? Seahorse seahell? What is this? Get real. I'm in love with seahorses. I'm in love with them. They're so beautiful and cute. I'm in love with the seahorses. They're f- unreal. I love them. They're like all the clocks. I love them. I love seahorses, and I love looking at them, and I love seashells. I love seashell things. I love things with seashells and seahorses on them, like blankets and towels and little bags. I love them. Seahorses forever. And now on to final Jeffrey. <laughs> Uh, What else did we learn from him? Um, 
one of the interesting things he he revealed to his family, uh, and he he I speaks like about how they reacted was when he said he will not continue treatment for his stage four pancreatic cancer if the current round fails. Right. He said, I sat down with uh, Emily, Matt, and Janine and told them that I had made my decision. I'm going to stick with this current protocol, and then that is it. If it doesn't work, I'll probably stop treatment. It wasn't an easy conversation. And it isn't any easier writing these words. Quality of life was an important consideration. And it's his call to make. Of course, he said, and uh, I'm not afraid of dying. Uh, one thing that they're not going to say at my funeral as part of the eulogy is he was taken from us too soon. He said, I'm about to turn 80. I've lived a good life, a good full life, and I'm nearing the end of it. I know that. Uh, the only thing that might bother me is if I pass on before I get to have grandchildren. Hint, hint. As for how he'd like to be thought of after his death, Alex writes, I'd like to be remembered, first of all, as a good and loving husband and father, and also as a decent man who did his best to help people perform at their best. Man, I think class act. he achieved it all. I mean, on that level, he is a class act. Absolutely. All right, what else do I have here for you this morning? Uh, how about this? No more seahorses. Uh, but Grey's Anatomy will tackle COVID-19 in season 17. Uh, executive producer Krista Burnoff told Entertainment Weekly, uh, we are going to address this pandemic for sure. There's no way to be uh, a long-running medical show and not do the medical story of our lifetimes. Uh, shooting hasn't commenced, but they said that the writers are hard at work, so they are going to be addressing that. Uh, it's killing me because I'm chomping at the bit to ignore this season. Right. Me 17 too. seasons in, I have not watched one second Nick, of this program. I saw maybe 30 minutes of it one time. Yeah, and me like, too. That was oh, really? it. Yeah. It, it, it just seemed like every other medical I, drama. I kind of want to make it to my grave uh, never having watched it. <laughs> That's actually Alex Trebek's wish, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you guys net, like, from the beginning, when it, when it first came I, on? I only watched it for uh, Pompeo. Uh, what's Ellen, Ellen Pompeo. Because yeah. I, I, I liked her in... Uh, uh, the old school. Right. I checked it out, and I'm like, uh, okay, no. Yeah, yeah I probably watched the first season or two, and then I, I fell out, you know. I had already had enough of medical dramas with ER, which was a great show. It was. I enjoyed it, but... I Unless was... you have a real different angle on things, they're all... It's, it's like the CSI stuff. You, yeah. you just tap out after a while. Well, the the angle on this one, I believe, was the all of these guys that are basically just coming out of medical school, right? So they were like... McSteamy, McDreamy. Well, no, they those were like veteran doctors, but uh, Ellen uh, Gray, whatever her name is, is uh, you know they were all like interns coming out, right? And so they were you know doing all these long hours. Uh, oh, let me go. I gotta go sleep in the break room. I've been right. I've been on shift for twenty four hours straight. And, you know. When did uh, McSquirty, McSpoogey, all those? Well, guys so McDreamy in? was there from the beginning, and then McSteamy came in. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh oh. Anyhow, uh, other things. How about this? Uh, in a piece for Vanity Fair, uh, members of the cast and crew teams who worked with showrunner Peter Lenkov on MacGyver, Magnum P.I., and Hawaii Five-0 have been speaking out about the abusive work environment that he created. Uh, Lucas Till, the actor, he was uh, Havoc in the X-Men uh, yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. He plays MacGyver. Uh, he said... I've oh. n- I'm sorry, new, new MacGyver. New MacGyver, yes. Yeah, yeah. He said, I've never worked this hard in my life, and I'm fine with hard work, but the way Peter treats people is just unacceptable, he said. Um, I was almost suicidal that first year on the show because of the way that he made me feel. Uh, but the way he's treated the people around me, that's just my breaking point. Uh, Till added that he tried to report Lankoff to CBS in 2017, but uh, was dismissed. 
Uh, Lingov was fired uh, July 7th after an investigation. So apparently, so the same guy was doing Magnum PI as well. Yeah, he was doing Magnum PI, Hawaii Five O, and uh, MacGyver. So, but apparently, he was a I guess he was a taskmaster, and maybe he was. Uh, he he must have gotten pretty personal and, yeah. and abusive. Well, I don't really know. I had not heard about that. And all he does is reboots. Uh, MacGyver, yeah. Magnum, and Hawaii Five O, Hawaii based yeah, yeah. reboots. Which, yeah. but MacGyver doesn't take place in Hawaii. No, so two out of three. Yeah. All right, one last story, and it uh, looks like Denzel Washington and Julia Roberts are going to be teaming up. Uh, they were in Pelican, Pelican Brief. Brief. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, They're set to top line Leave the World Behind for Netflix. Uh, the film is based on the forthcoming Ruman Alam novel about two families forced together on a long weekend gone awry. Yeah, they are. They drive to Kentucky in their air conditioning. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one hour in. Yeah, unbelievable. Hour, yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Mr. Robot's Sam Esmail is set to direct. Oh, you're going to fix the air conditioning. Yeah. All right, um, let's do clips. Start with this one. The TV series Brave New World shows how our society could potentially turn out if things like money, monogamy, and privacy were prohibited. In this clip, Aldrin Ehrenreich uh, discusses the show's major changes from its source material. Here we go. If you're capturing the real spirit of it, I think in a way the show becomes a better delivery system for us to understand the present moment in certain ways because it's designed to do that. And they're just two different experiences. I think what's great about the show is it brings all these wonderful philosophical ideas and questions to vivid life. Anyway! Uh, Brave New World is available to watch on Peacock now. Do you have to pay for Peacock? Uh, no. If no. you have Xfinity, you don't. All right, good. Then I'm going to watch this because I, I love the book, <laughs> Brave New World. I, I love the book and I love the uh, the movie that they made years and years and years right. ago. We watched that in psychology class. Yeah. Yeah, and I you know what? that. It's just as uh, relevant today as ever. Yeah. This was the guy who was uh, Han Solo. He's really good. <clears throat> Next clip. At the Battle of the Atlantic, an inexperienced captain leads his convoy against lethal submarines on rough waters in the movie Greyhound. And in this clip, star Tom Hanks talks about if he felt intimidated by Greyhound's large-scale set pieces. That was what we were going for. The ship itself is a formidable place. We wanted that to be an environment that actually had a personality to it. The sea, which is always changing, we wanted that to be like a wolf at the door. It ended up being formidable. Oh, God, I love you. <laughs> Greyhound can be streamed on Apple TV Plus now. You liked the case, right? I did. It's a damn good movie. It's just... Um... I think Hanks wrote the screenplay, didn't he? I don't know. I'm not really sure. He did. Yeah, you're right, Steve. Okay. Uh, so you can only get that on uh, uh, Apple TV this. Plus. I hate this. Do you have that one? Uh, no. You got to pay for that one. Yeah. Do, okay. you, do you have a? Uh, do you have an Apple? You yeah, have an Apple yeah, TV. Yeah. 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 yeah but I, I just listen, man. One more Stop thing. Stop it. It's like you put them in the theaters. You know, or you know, I, I, put them in the theater. Which theaters? Well, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, eventually, put put them in the theater so I don't have to play, pay a subscription. <laughs> I can pay for it one time oh, right. to see it. Oh, I see. You don't want to pay $600 a month? Yeah. Oh, I'm already okay. paying $600 a month for all the other services that I have. So that you can get okay. TV, just basic movies. You don't want to pay $1,000 a month? <laughs> all right. Maybe I will. 
<laughs> and there you go, your entertainment report. All right, uh, we have a secret text word. Chance for you to win a free month of Philo and Amazon Fire TV stick. Uh, great. So, yeah, great. Yeah, just, just what we're talking about. Text the word uh, secret to 39333. We'll see if you win a little bit later on. Bert Kreischer is on the show today. We yeah. announced that he is part of the live entertainment returning to the city of brotherly love. And this will be on August 16th. Bert is going to be performing live-in, drive-in at the Citizens Bank Park parking lot. Um, and you can buy a ticket for a car f- with four people in it. And we're going to talk to Bert. He is the first show. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. By the way, details at WMMR.com. So Bert's coming on around 9 o'clock. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Monday nights just got a lot louder. Join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for massive amounts of Metallica every Monday night starting at 9. From the monster hits to deeper album cuts spanning a Hall of Fame career, we're covering all the bases from one of rock's biggest bands. Check out WMMR.com for more from Metallica. Rock news, videos, and interviews with MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. The new and improved Metallica Mondays. 9 p.m. with Jackie Bam Bam. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So I've been in a uh, a mental funk uh, the past few days, and you know times as you may have heard have been uncertain. Yes. <laughs> so what I take comfort in is wallowing in other people's misery. Yes. <laughs> so let's hear about Kathy's day from hell the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> she just she told us she had a morning from hell, and maybe it'll make me feel better. Yeah. It was. That comparisons do help. Day. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. It was. Um. So it, you know that I wouldn't say it was a full day. Like it ended up being okay, but it was definitely the morning from hell. It was our day off. We had uh, a Monday off. You know, it was great. We we were texting like Sunday fun day. You can relax. We have off on Monday. So uh, I wake up. And um, I had a babysitter coming over to take Jace somewhere. And then I was going to, I signed up for a yoga class. I was going to go, you know, take yoga. And, Excellent. And, yeah, be him zen. And good start to the good day. Good start mm-hmm. to the day, except the babysitter didn't show up. Whoa. Uh, yeah, so she completely doesn't come, not there. So now I've got to get Jace in the car, take him where he's supposed to go. I've already signed up for the class, paid for it. Um, I fortunately, Not refundable? Yeah, I mean, at that point, like you can, yeah, you, know, you can get refunded eight hours prior if you cancel. But you know, so but I really wanted that wasn't the point. I That's wanted it. I wanted to do the class. Like right. I, I wanted to get some sort of workout in. So I rushed Jace to where he needs to go. Uh, you know, and it kind of felt bad. I was like, "Bye, have a good time." Mwah. But hang <laughs> on a second. The, the <laughs> did you know that the babysitter? At what point did you know the babysitter just wasn't coming? Well, how was I going to know she just wasn't coming? I mean, no, of course I didn't know that. So you didn't, she just didn't show up. She didn't. All right. So let's it was say Casey Anthony. Let's say she was supposed to be there by eight fifty. That's exactly what time she was supposed to be Shut there. Shut up, That's weird. really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, not to go off on a, on a different thing, but we had we had a babysitter cancel. Just didn't even show up one night. We were going to go see. We were going to go up to Allentown and see see uh, Steel Panther play. We had friends over and everything. Just flat out, never showed up, never called back. Well, and listen. Who the hell does that? But anyway. Here's the, yes, who the hell does that? Who does that? And I would have been 
so annoyed, except we've had this girl for a year and she has never done anything like this. Like she, not only is she on time, like she comes a few minutes early. So now I'm thinking, well, she's dead. So, yeah, right, right. you know, yeah. but so, at eight, eight, eight fifty, she's not there. Right. So, and so at what point do you go, I, I get in the car. We got to go. So uh, my cl- my class and where Jace was going uh, both started at nine fifteen. So I had to get him where he was going. You know, at least by right. by nine fifteen. So um, I got him. You know, it was a few minutes late. I got him there, and then I rushed over to yoga, and I was late. Fortunately, I know the instructor, so I just let her know I was going to be a little bit late. It was an outside class, so I said I can you know quietly come in and, and just so whatever. You yeah. know, now, you did what you had to just... do. You drop him off at the casino and you head over yeah. to yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and I. So I get there. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm finally here. Like I roll my mat out. I, you know, and and it was hot. We were in the shade, but it, but it was hot. So I was sweating. I had my towel, and I, you know, I brought my water bottle. Now, um, I sometimes will have a water bottle, and and there'll be like a little bit. If there's like half of the bottle left, I'll put it in the fridge. I'll chill it, and then you know, fill it up the, sure. the rest of the way. So yeah. let me just back up. The day before we went to the pool, I mentioned Sunday fun day. Well, at my pool, you can bring drinks with you. So uh, we make our our, our own margaritas. So we have like the fresh mix that we've made. And then um, I put tequila in a, a water bottle and I, you know, to bring it to the pool and we shake it up there. So it's fresh and everybody can enjoy it. So uh, again, I take out my water bottle from the refrigerator because sometimes I'll leave water in there to chill it. So I have cold water when I go to yoga. So I just filled up the rest of the water bottle and I took it with me and I figured this, this will put some ice in it. It'd be nice and chilly for me. So now I'm sweating at yoga. I go to take a big sip of my tequila water. Oh (laughs) man. I was like, are you kidding me right now? After all this, babysitter doesn't show up. I'm rushing. I miss half the class. Now I go to take a sip of water, and it's tequila. I'm going to do dad or dog. (laughs) Um, Did you now, did you swallow it? Yes. I mean, I took the big sip, and then I was like, oh. And it, you know, I'm thinking in my head, like, what? This tastes like yesterday. What? What's happening? And uh, and you know, of course, I realized what I had done. Well, and you might. I just at that point, I was like, okay, you can't get just just relax. And and I I wasn't annoyed. I just Kathy, started laughing. You just turned it into Monday Fun Day. Yeah. <laughs> well, right you probably became the star yoga student right, because right. you were so relaxed. <laughs> Look at that. Kathy's position's unbelievable. Yes. She's sleeping. Her yeah. face is flat on the floor well, and they, with her feet behind her. They said, you know, I told everybody afterwards, and they were like, do you need a ride home? Well, <laughs> I'm totally fine. Not that there's any good alcohol to drink by accident, but tequila might be the worst to drink by accident. You know, like <laughs> when that, you're working out, too. Well, no, yeah. just like, tequila is so harsh, and there's something like that. That might make me vomit if that happens. Kathy, uh, somebody texted and said, Jace is right. You an idiot. You an idiot. <laughs> yeah. um, well, and listen, the water bottle that I used, um, I actually just found it. And it's like the greatest water bottle. It's one of the uh, gifts that Subaru gave us at, at one of their broadcasts. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So, Drink up. And it, it kept the water or the, the margaritas so cold. <laughs> so I I thought I rinsed it out and put water in it, uh, you know, thinking, oh, yeah. Excuse nice, me, nice do you have any water. salt? Kath, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I took a huge swig of warm, like really warm rum. I was at Woodstock 99. And like an idiot... Straight? Straight up rum. So like an idiot, I... Woodstock warned everybody, do not bring in outside alcohol. Well, like... 
Like they're gonna check ninety thousand people. Yeah. So I I snuck a whole bunch of rum in water bottles, and then you know I got there that first night. I did a number on myself. I woke up hungover in a tent, oh, and, and I grabbed water. a water bottle and oh, I guzzled. Oh, and is it is warm it... rum? <laughs> rum, the kind of thing that can make you really really sick. I mean anything. Any any heart. It's just straight hard. How the the fact that it was warm and straight. (laughs) Yeah. Disgusting. (laughs) Well, that was the thing. So this water bottle is huge, and so there was a significant. I gotta finish it. There was a significant (laughs) amount of water in it, but I mean, there was no like I put it up to to one of the girls' noses afterwards. I was like, smell it. She's like, oh yeah, there's tequila in there. Like Mm -hmm. it, it was strong enough that you could smell it. But I so then I had no water for yoga. There's a classic story in my family that. That my mom tried to kill my dad, <laughs> uh, and so they were partiers in the seventies. Man, they would hit oh really? Party. Yeah, yeah. They had friends cocktail over. Parties, yeah, cocktail stuff. parties, all that stuff. Parties, all that stuff. And the uh, Dave Brubeck on the record player. Totally, yeah. man. You know, little Tom Jones. Yep, yeah, yep. exactly. So, uh, and apparently they tied a big one on the night before. My dad was hanging bad, <laughs> and he needed something to drink. So my mom sent my sister in with a drink for him. He takes a sip of it and. He just thought it was tomato juice. It was a it was a bloody mary that my mom mi- mixed up for him. Right. And he was like, "You trying to kill me?" <laughs> Apparently that's the the lore in the family. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. I can see that. Wow. Uh, well, but your day got better after that, Kathy? Yeah, so, you know, it, it didn't end up being so bad, but it was just the fact that I was drinking tequila water in yoga, and that sort of was how my, my morning ended. I mean, it really sucks even when you're just drinking something pretty mild, That when you're expecting something else. Like, if you're expecting water and you drink iced tea, like, it's going to throw you for a loop. It throws you off, yeah. yeah. It can be it can be pretty nasty, or it turns it it turns into you know if you've been hanging over it's hair of the dog. Okay, I guess I'm in. You know how effective is that methodology? The it hair wor- of the dog. It, it's only delaying yes. the inevitable. Yeah, not, and yeah. so there's no real medicinal. It works. It, you you feel right, better. Right, yeah, you feel better. But, but you're just, gonna feel lousy okay. later on, and that's all there is to it. But I have done hair of the dog and. And after one beer, you're like, okay, yeah. I've leveled off. Right. I, and let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. remember at the, at the uh, when we'd have the uh, the festivals, the Y100 festivals, and you would have, like, they, they took place in August, and the heat would be so staggeringly oppressive, and people would get bombed. That combination of, like, in this heat yeah. and humidity. It's bad. And that. It is. I mean, I remember walking through, uh, what was it at the time, the... Uh, Tweeter, I guess, maybe yeah. at the time. Yeah. And uh, there was like a triage of of cots and, and people sprawled out. It was like, uh, you know. Well, but, the, one of the worst parts about being hungover is how dehydrated you are, right? Yeah. And then, and then so you throw heat on heat top of it. So so when you, when you drink in the summer as the hair of the dog... Uh, uh, all you're really doing is getting drunk and hungover at the same time, and you're you're pushing the the effects of the hangover maybe 24 hours if you're lucky because you can be you can be drunk and hungover at the same time, and that's not pleasant. But at least you're drunk to sort of mitigate the fact that you're also hungover. Right. Not that I want to head down this path, but there are lots of texts coming in of people accidentally drinking dip spit. And oh, oh, it's oh, it's oh, no. I, yeah, so I've, I've done it, Nick. When we were horrible. in college, I know, I know what you're going to say. And, Wawa, the uh, the Wawa iced tea containers. So yep. now, oh, like they're clear, yeah. like little bottles. But back in the day, yeah. they were blue cartons. 
And so you're... Why were they the default for dip spit? I, I don't know. Like, they were just convenient. They were cheap. They were easy, I guess. Well, Everyone it, went to Wawa in college? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably it. Like, that was just, Ugh. you know, a standard... The standard drink was was a Wawa iced tea. I just... I would I would kill myself. There'd be no option but to take my own life if I took a big swig of dip spit. Ugh. I can still, like, in my mind, I can hear my buddy George. <laughs> like, like I could hear him gulp. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you notice I'm sitting here covering Let's my talk nose about because I, you know, yeah, I can still smell and taste what I have. I mean, yeah, I don't want to talk about I don't that. Think. I don't want to talk about it. It's horrible. And by the way, I will say that uh, my babysitter's not dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, texts yeah, are coming yeah. in asking if your babysitter had indeed died. No, she didn't die. And uh, what was her excuse? Did she, she have drank one? some dip spit? Right? <laughs> yes. I don't really know. I like I could read you the text message. It, it really doesn't make sense. There's a, there's a slight language barrier over text. She's she's fine in person. She her uh, first language is is Spanish. Uh-huh. Um, so over text sometimes it it, it gets a little a lost little, in translation. A little yeah. lost in translation. So so the text I wasn't uh, I I didn't quite understand. What was happening. We never heard from the girl that didn't show up. Uh, for our ever? night out. Ever. Never heard from her again. And she was a consistent babysitter no, up to that point. No, she was not consistent. Okay. And, uh, but, I mean, mm. you know, some kind of an excuse at Stop, least. Yeah, like at least something. make something up. Yeah. A friend of mine has... I'm a- day drinking at yoga. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. At least it's something. Yeah. Some girl brought tequila to yoga. We I can't drive Some home now. Some just came to work out with this with a whole <laughs> container full of margaritas. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Wait, you, you no, about, about, about the oh, uh, my oh, my neighbor um, had a nanny. So her her and her husband uh, go to work. They have you know nine to five. They're both doctors, so they they go you know they have nine to five jobs. They've got to have somebody come in, get their kids ready for school, all of this. So they you know they they, they can't function some, unless they have someone. No, but yeah, they, they yeah. employ somebody on a a regular weekly basis um the girl one day just didn't show up so like somebody was late late to work or you know had to get the kids to school the whole thing they never heard from her again like and she had been with them for a little while wow and she lives in the area so we keep saying like you're gonna run into her target or something like that but i mean just didn't nothing no text no call and never followed up just how would show up i mean that that to me it seems to be a a livelihood that depends on references uh, how how do you do that and expect you know? Yes, you don't use that family as a reference. <laughs> I mean, come on. So when you're when you were picking your various babysitters throughout your your time with uh, younger kids, uh, that, to me that would probably be one of the most elaborate interviews you conduct, right? Well, that's a thing. Someone it's taking like care of your somebody kid. Somebody taking care of your kids and coming into your house. Yeah. In your house. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. It, it's difficult. At least for me, anyway. It, it's always difficult to find. A good babysitter. Do not go in the vibrator room. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Don't telling go in the you basement. now, I will know if you've gone into the vibrator room. Uh, Kathy, so your uh, your poor start to the day seems like it pales in comparison to a friend of yours <laughs> who had a rough day, too. And you kind of touched on that a little bit with it. Oh, with yeah. us. What what happened? Yeah, so my poor friend. So she, um, Steve, you you actually know her. She's a an animal lover. She works with a lot of rescues. Um, she takes in uh, litters of, of kittens. She fosters them. She has, um, you know, tons of cats herself. Yes. Uh, so one of her cats is not doing well. And um, she has an attic. And uh, so she had to climb up into the attic for something. 
and the cat got up there. So she leaves the cat up. Now, it was, it's hot. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, cat's going to die. So, He's joking. Right. So she, she gets out of the attic, and she thinks that the cat will follow me. She tries with the food and the whole thing, and she leaves she leaves it open and leaves the cat up there for a little bit. And then she thinks, okay, this cat's going to die up there. He already doesn't feel good. Like, yeah. I, I don't want him dying in my attic. So she's like, I got to go up and get him. So she goes up into the <laughs> attic to try to find the cat. She sees him. He's kind of like behind something. So she goes to try to grab him, and of course he he backs away. He doesn't want anything to do with her, and she's like, "This like I'm not coming back up here again. You you have to come out." <laughs> I asked her after it happened, but she so she stepped uh, not on the beam to go get the cat, uh. and she literally. <laughs> fell through her ceiling into her bedroom. And she said as she was stepping, she thought, God, could you imagine if I get the cat and we fall through the ceiling? So she she falls through. And it was, I mean, like a movie. She fell through and had to hang on for a little while. And she said she was so, like, she didn't know what to do. She thought, do I scream? Do I yell for help? My head is in the attic. She goes, nobody's going to hear me. No one was home. So she goes, no one's going to hear me. And then she said once she, like, gained a little bit of composure and realized what was below her she was she it the let, bed she let go it was not the bed but it was she said she, she didn't think she was like that high up it was right. her bedroom she fell into her bedroom but you've got to see the bruise on her leg i mean i i don't know how she didn't get I, how i i i don't know how she didn't break her leg like it, i mean it is the biggest bruise but she said after she crashed through felt all the way through the ceiling, she looks up, and the cat had walked over to the hall. I mean, to the hole, and was like looking down at her. <laughs> ceiling cat, ceiling cat, ceiling cat was on. So, so her whole body went through the hole. Her entire so where and she, she caught. Yeah, she yeah. said like her torso oh. and her arms were hanging on to like the two okay. beams. Yeah, and so she so the, she said she thinks the bruise is actually from falling through the ceiling and not yeah. actually like onto whatever the she fell onto when she went all the way. Her through collection to the of Civil War swords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a similar thing happen to me, Kath, where I didn't fall through the sheetrock or whatever that ceiling material is made out of. I was I used to go up in our attic all the time. I was a kid. I was in like <laughs> yeah. you know I was in like fourth fifth grade whatever. And it, you know you just just snoop around it's the house. a secret room yeah exactly yeah so, so I, I used to go up in the attic and just kind of mess around in there and then one time and it was dark you know uh if if because i'd go up in there and then close it it was one of those where the um uh the staircase would or the the, the ladder would unfold yeah it's you know, cool as you open yep. it up so cool. yeah so i would i would fold it back up while i was up there and then close it up <laughs> and i'd be around in there in the dark and i was headed back to the hatch <laughs> And I came in on the wrong side of it, I guess. And you stepped on the actual I on the actual hatch, so I didn't fall through the ceiling. Door flips down, and I my feet go out from under me, Kath, and I grabbed Grab, on. Yeah, and I and I scratched up my arms all up and down my forearms and stuff. But I was hanging there. <laughs> but fortunately, the, the the ladder was right there, and I was able right, to, to yeah, get onto yeah. it. But I but I was hanging like hanging. a friend was scared the hell out of but me. But she said she contemplated like trying to pull herself back up, and then just realized I, I think I'll be okay if I drop and let go. But I wonder, and and it made me realize that the first thought in my mind, and I wonder how many times in my life. These words were the first ones that popped in my mind, which are, Dad's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is, that's a theme in my life, actually. Dad's going to kill me. Some of the funniest footage, though, is, is of, like, on America's Funny Home Videos, is exactly that. People trying to install running wires. They're my favorites. Cable wires. And crashing 
There's there was one I saw the family just sitting there. I guess they had some sort of interior security camera that was trained on the living room, and the mom's just sitting on the on the big sort of <laughs> sectional couch. Wham! This guy comes through the ceiling onto the coffee table and smashes and just you know what, what do you say? Yeah. You know? My favorites are when somebody is in costume and they do that. A lot of times it's Santa Claus. Yeah, oh, my God. I've seen Spider-Man, and they fall through the ceiling, yeah. and it's great. There's a great, uh, it was, when it was musically announced TikTok, one of the first videos that I saw of this guy, Steve, is at work, falls through the ceiling, boom, crashes, and without missing a beat, the guy sitting behind the desk next to him goes, Hey, Steve. <laughs> and, and, he goes, and the other guy's like, hi, Larry. And, th- and that's the entire dialogue between the two of them. It's a scream. Because what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, they, they, there's nothing to do. You you were a jackass, and it went wrong, and it's horrible, and now it's forever immortalized on film. One of my favorites is of a guy who is a, a Spider-Man impersonator at a party, kid's party. He goes running into a garage, and he's going to show his acrobatics, and he jumps up on the garage door, mm-hmm. and the whole thing... Thing <laughs> <laughs> the whole assembly comes off, and he sprawls on the back. It, uh, you know, thank God there was a time when so much of this was not caught on video or yes. phones, and now we have so much to enjoy. <laughs> We're watching a montage of this right now on the monitor, and it's just they're the best. It's just a scream. By the way, what what is that? Most of that drywall or pl- or, or, or yeah, right. Yeah. It's just. It's, it's just drywall, drywall isn't right? It? I assume I mean, that's... that's what it is. We did see somebody falling through a drop ceiling. I mean, those are even less sturdy, right? But that's what I said to her because she said I had to step between the beams in order to get the cat, and I was like, "But don't you know?" I said, "You do know you, you're you not supposed to do that, right?" Do she that. was like, "Yes, I know," but I just thought like a little bit of weight I can get the cat, Oof. and she Ma- said she didn't want to like drag the cat out <laughs> because he's not feeling well, he's sick, and so she said I was trying to be like gentle about it, but like. To me, that was the number one thing my dad always told us. Like, do not step between the beams if you're going in the attic. Well, most attics, my attic growing up, there was between two of the beams, my father, whoever built the house, put a walkway that you could walk on between the two beams. That was it. Yeah. And you didn't go. But besides that, I hated going up in my attic because it had all of that insulation, which was itchy as hell. Yep. And probably uh, asbestos and, you know, uranium and everything. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, I snuck up into our attic as a kid, obsessed with finding a secret passageway. <laughs> and the only passageway I found was through the ceiling into our bathtub. <laughs> so they fell through. Um, it's the best. Yeah, it is the best when you see it happen. Uh, and I, I did though, and I've told you guys this before, I saved the day one day. We locked ourselves out of the house one time (laughs) and because I had, had snooped around in the attic enough times, I knew that if I went into the attic in the garage, that there was a tiny little crawl space that I could get into the attic in our home. Really? Okay. And so tiny. Uh, it, I had to squeeze through like it. Like you were John McClaning it? Yeah, I was a grade yeah. schooler, so right, I, yeah. I, I had to like squeeze through it. And But I knew it was there. Come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. <laughs> and so I so I went in through the garage attic, and I squeezed through, and I got down into the house, and I got the keys, and I saved the day, and we had to go to church anyway. <laughs> How did you know I about that? I thought we that? were going to get out of going to church because <laughs> I saved the day. I should have not gone in and got, I should have realized a half hour later and gone, yeah. oh, you know what? <laughs> After it was too late to go to church. But anyhow. Uh, yeah, and fortunately I didn't fall through the ceiling. 
Um, but um, we used to jump off the roof a lot, too. Oh, it was always fun. Really? Mm-hmm. Off the garage roof, which was yeah. not quite as Man, high. you could have been in the Jumpers Club, press. I know. <laughs> I know. Did that involve uh, the... Oh, you jumped off of things, man. Off the I roof. thought it was... Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, so you... I, I perceived the jumping. It was yeah. a little, little different, but yeah. So then I could have been as well, because jumping off the garage was yeah. part of the big thrill. So if you went to the Rutledge Firehouse, right? Or which the I fire, did. The fire hall... Uh, there were these, it was a giant grand staircase that went up to the fire hall and you would jump off the top of those staircases. <laughs> it was, you're so cool. I'll bet. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Brian. Hey, Brian, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Brian? Hey, so, uh, about a year back I was helping my parents fix the roof on their porch. It was leaking and the way the porch is set up, we have our washer and dryer right underneath, you know, in the porch itself. And as I was up top, fixing the beam, I'm a big dude, you know, 250. I was balancing on two by fours as the beams. Uh-huh. I took took one wrong step, oh. boom, right through the whole roof, right on top of the uh, washer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> dude, wow. uh, you, and you, you're in the moment. You can't laugh, but afterwards, did did it, it's such an absurd thing to have happen. Do you find any humor in it now at this point? I so my my soon to be wife walked in, said, uh, "Are you all right?" I grunted. She started laughing. <laughs> did you have, Did you have any injuries from it? No, I was. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of padding, so I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a commercial nice. on TV, Thanks, and I, I crack up every time it comes on because it's for like gutter guard or something like that. Yeah. And it's a whole bunch of really old guys. I, I was getting the leaves out of my gutter, and I <laughs> fell five stories onto my car. Every one of them is one right after another, and I'm, you can't help as they're recounting their stories. You start chuckling, right? But it's this the big. They're trying to warn you about you, know, and here's why gutter guard is good because yeah, you won't right. be like these jerks. And what my friend said to me when she told this story, she's like, "It's a few days later. It's okay. You can laugh at me." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and surprisingly, you know, you don't, you don't hear of too many. I'm sure there are pretty nasty injuries, but I've seen enough videos to where it's like, oh, they're okay. They bounced right back. <laughs> they're more than enough. That looks like fun. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, well, listen, I'm glad your day got better, Kathy. Yeah. And uh, no tequila. No. Not, bef- not before 9 a.m. Anyway. Yeah, right. Well, not at yeah. 9.30. Drink your tequila and then go up into the attic so that when you fall through, you'll <laughs> be a little hurt. bit. Yeah. Uh, anesthetized. Relaxed, yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, come back in a second, and some bizarre file stories what we have set up for you. Also, Bert Kreischer on the show this morning, the Preston and Steve Show present Bert's live-in, drive-in show, yeah. which is August 16th, and we'll get you the details in a little bit. You can get them at WMMR.com if you can't wait, so go get them now. We'll be right back. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Get your hands on some awesome merch at MMR's Rock Shop. Get shopping at WMMR.com now. All the merch that rocks. Marissa's on the phone with Fox 29 right before we do this. She gives me a countdown on how right. much time before we get started here, and she just looked terrified a second ago. I don't know why. Her the eyes were big, it. like, I don't know what's going on. I, 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 
nothing's happening. Usually the newsroom's like going crazy. Uh-huh. So it's a crazy morning, but it, okay. it sounds good. Okay. All right. So, how many? We got like 10 seconds left, something like that. Okay. What if they blow us off last second like your babysitter can? <laughs> 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 right, we'll hear music and we'll, oh, here we are. Oh. Oh. oh yeah, we're here. Hey, sorry guys. Oh. Hi kids. Hey. 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 We're talking about Alexa. There's this adult toy company that uh, Alex was telling me about. It's called. <laughs> really? <What? laughs> oh, okay. Yes. She says it's called We Vibe. I haven't heard about it. Yeah. They conducted a survey of about a thousand people, and they found that almost a third of them admitting that they are kind of attracted. To the voice of the Alexa machine, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I have admitted I like the GPS woman when okay. I'm driving around. <laughs> okay. What is it about her? The way she says turn well, or something? Well, yeah. Mike, take a left. Well, she doesn't say Mike, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, you know her name. You hear me, Mike. Yeah. Make it nice and slow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Why don't you hang Yui, my man? Mm-hmm. Oh, yield. Yeah. Yield. <laughs> well, you can get the voices to change, can't you, on, like, Waze or one of the apps? So yeah, yeah, different, different. people. Uh, dialects, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah they, 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 you can do a British, you can do Siri, yeah, the whole deal. It has different accents and so on. On Waze, you can actually do your own voice. In fact, on my, right. my Waze direction. Really? How narcissistic really? if you turn yourself on? Well, I, I guess I'm pretty yeah. narcissistic. <laughs> uh, so, Casey boy. But people are finding it erotic. They're finding the voice of the Alexa app to be yes. erotic. Well, who do you think is hotter, Siri or Alexa? Oh, wow. Ooh. I didn't even Ooh. think of Siri's so hot. Similar <laughs> voice? I would have to hear them side similar. by side to really get a good comparison. They are similar. Their elocution is uh, pretty pristine. Now they have Let me a- ask Alexa something. Let's see. Okay. I'm going to talk about Preston here. Hold on a second. I have one in front of me. This is irritates everybody in the Delaware Valley because yeah. all their Alexas go off. It sure okay. does. Okay. Let me turn off the blue light here. Sorry for your radio listeners. No problem. Alexa, describe Preston. According to Wikipedia... Preston is a city and the administrative center of Lancashire, England, wow. on the north bank of the River Ribble. The city of Preston local government... Okay, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so hot. If you say yeah. Preston Elliot, it will, it will, yeah. she will describe who Alexa, I am. Alexa, describe Preston Elliot. The Preston and Steve Show, the morning radio comedy and variety broadcast on Philadelphia active rock station 93.3 FM. Wow. Alexa, stop. They're so hot. Nice. They're incredibly hot. The bald one is especially hot. Before we run out of time, did you want to bring up Nick? Oh, yes. Nick, I have to say, your birthday surprise. Uh, what a way to celebrate quarantine. You went to Paris, Paris, Is this public knowledge? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah I yeah. put it up on Instagram. Yeah, my girlfriend okay. went above and beyond, and we couldn't go to Paris, so she brought Paris to us and uh, decorated the entire house as if we were in France. It was really touching and moving and, and a total surprise, so thank you for addressing that. And on top of that, I got an incredible present from Preston, uh, who did this drum video, and he put that up on, on his Instagram. And So both of those are on our accounts and on uh, PrestonandSteve.com. So I got two amazing, really personal and sweet presents this year. It was, it was nice. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate that. So cool. Yeah. Was- and, yeah. We have to get creative to celebrate in quarantine, right? Absolutely, yeah. And, uh- and so thank you for uh, acknowledging that. I appreciate it. She's girlfriend of the year. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it turns I just out had a birthday. Did you? Happy yes. birthday! I'll send my girlfriend over. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got, she'll pretend got, she's Siri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could she swing by my place? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
<laughs> yeah. Ask her the weather. <laughs> Let me try Alex Holly here. No, I don't come up. Alexa? Oh, my gosh. Describe Alex Holly. This might answer your question. According to Wikipedia, Alex of Troyes ruled as Duchess of Brittany from 1203. Wow. What? Oh, oh, you look so I'm much younger. Yeah. What? She's a duchess. And I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you both. All right. Thanks, See you guys. Bye. See you guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey, I did mean to bring that up, Nick. Andrea's uh, gift to you. It must be great having a, a girlfriend or a spouse or, or a significant other that is an artist. Yeah. That can yeah, do right? really yeah. cool <laughs> things artistically because she did up your guy's uh, pad uh, like there's the Champs-Élysées. Or, I mean, no, there's the Arc de Triomphe and there's the, the Eiffel Tower and lights and French flags. No, wow. not Taj Mahal. French flags and everything. And of course, there was wine and cheese charcuterie and, and, uh, and, and champagne and all this stuff. It was really cool. I would have been fine with the charcuterie. Like, yeah. The, you know, the meats and the cheeses. <laughs> uh, but it was a project that she'd been working on for a little while. She sent me out of the house so she could set, set everything up. And, uh, and I told her last night uh, that she does not have to do anything for my birthday next next year yeah. because she's not going to be able to top this year's. Uh, it was really sweet and, and a total surprise. I knew that she was working on something. Uh, I had no idea that it was going to be this. So, yeah, I really appreciated it. That's excellent. Yeah, it was great. Nice. All right. Um, bizarre File Stories. Let's get them. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it's brought to you by Cinch, a propane tank home delivery service that brings propane Right to your doorstep. You can place your order at cinch.com. Uh, we'll begin with this. A 21-year-old Yorktown man told police he was tar- he was target shooting in the hallway of his home yeah. when one of his bullets entered his neighbor's shower where a woman was bathing. <laughs> <laughs> Officials said no one was injured from the incident. Connor Scanlon was charged Sunday with first-degree reckless endangerment, a felony, and he was uh, firing bullets in his home, piercing the walls of his neighbor's home. So you can't shoot in your own home, even if you're just target shooting? I guess if it goes into your neighbor's home, you can't. Uh, Scanlon was, a- my country <laughs> was arrested and arraigned. He was released on his own recognizance. Wow. Uh, Scanlon's neighbors called police when they heard loud bangs and repeated hits to the side of their home. <laughs> Police responded and found several bullet holes in the siding of both Scanlon's home and the adjoining house. The 21-year-old told the police that he had been shooting the 22 caliber rifle in the hallway of his house. Yeah. Police took the gun along with several other airsoft rifles and related paraphernalia. I'd take uh, that stuff up into the attic. Uh, the rifle is a legally owned weapon, but he's facing charges because of that. A woman climbed into an alligator pit with her young son who wandered freely near dozens of gators while she tried to fetch her wallet, and a bunch of kids watched in horror. The scene played out at Safari North Wildlife Park in Brainerd, Minnesota, with stunned onlookers watching the mother and son risk life and limb. Uh, The woman's wallet was floating in the middle of the small pond, chock full of gators, and her daring son was dangerously gung-ho to get it back. The kid came up empty, but Mama stormed in to make the rescue, uh, and about the only smart move she made was figuring out a way to distract the sharp-toothed animals long enough to grab her floating wallet. Fortunately, mother and son survived. Uh, the zoo is not laughing about it, though. Sources close to the wildlife park say that staffers did not know about the incident until the video started going viral. 
And park honchos are very disturbed about this. Isn't that sort of the unspoken rule in most places like that? If stuff falls into any of the containment areas, <laughs> yeah. you're allowed to go in and get it? Just go of course. Yeah. yeah. Going to the alligator pit. Sure. Uh, the zoo wants press charges against a woman for child endangerment if she is indeed identified. Well, here's our uh, mask hole story of the week so far. This took place in a Verizon store. In a 911 call, you hear a dispatcher, uh, I'm sorry, dispatch operator <clears throat> tell an officer three people are refusing to leave not wearing a mask. And they've asked several times, and she refuses. This is the dispatcher telling the police officer. About three minutes later, the operator tells the officer, they're calling back. They're advising us that the female is pulling down her pants and is now urinating inside the business. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, Michelle Davidson said had, uh, that is totally inappropriate. We are not animals. Uh, police got to the <laughs> That's scene. inappropriate. And they confirmed the incident. Officers arrested the woman after finding several stolen items from a nearby Dick's Sporting Goods store in her vehicle. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Kelly Berger said, I don't really have much to say except that's probably not the right way to react to it. Simply wear the mask or leave, I guess. Well, this blows my mind. You're robbing places and you refuse to wear a mask? You yep. have the best thing. You're wearing a mask. She an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Verizon spokesperson says the company is requiring all customers to wear masks in their stores. A northern Michigan restaurant lost thousands of dollars in sales after a busboy said... He had COVID-19, but the employee simply wanted a day off and had <sighs> lied about it. Couldn't have gone with diarrhea, could no. he? No. Uh, David Hritko, the manager at Timber Seafood and Steakhouse, said it was heartbreaking. I worried about my staff. I worried about, uh, well, now what? Do I, now do I have COVID? Uh, Timbers was forced to close on Friday and Saturday after the COVID-19 claim and had to cancel a wedding rehearsal party oh, as well. On. Yeah. Uh, the timing was terrible for the restaurant, which is trying to recover during the peak summer season after months of being closed. Said the financial hit was devastating, right? Fritko said, it's our second busiest week of the year. The employee confessed to the lie on Saturday night. He said he doesn't know what he did, and I feel terrible for him because this is a young kid that made a mistake, and now it is a police matter. So, Wow. You don't go lying about that one, gang. And you don't go into the gator containment area. That, too. A small, I'm sorry, a man, okay, it's kind of a lengthy story, but follow along. A man who cut his neighbor's garage in half with a saw was on friendly terms with the man who built the structure, just not with everyone who lived on the property after he died. Okay. Gabriel Braun used a land surveyor's uh, demarcation between the two lots as a guide to remove half of the building sitting on his land when a dispute over the boundary line boiled over. So he literally cut the garage in half. Yeah, he did. Uh, Tracy Braun said on Thursday that her husband's actions on the day after Memorial Day marked the latest, and they hope the final step of an often contentious relationship between her family, others in the neighborhood, and various inhabitants of 148 Grove Street in recent years. Now, it's important that I give you the address because there are two distinctions here. So... Braun and her family moved back to in 2012 to live in the home where her husband had grown up at 140 Grove Street, a property that once included the .23 acres just to the south of what is now 148 Grove Street, where a small home was added several decades ago. The Braun's relationship with their neighbors was fine until the former owner of 148 Grove Street, Steve Ritter, died in late 2016. Now, Ritter's wife, Teresa, took over the sole ownership of 148 Grove Street, and while she became an infrequent resident, Braun said relations had been strained when others who had rented or otherwise frequented the building since. 
She said, as soon as that poor man passed away, this place turned into craziness and chaos. The Brawns unsuccessfully tried, unsuccessfully tried to purchase the 148 Grove Street property in one attempt to resolve their issues. Uh, the property line dispute gained momentum in April when the Brawns put down a load of wood chips. Near the, It's always something like wood chips, right? Yeah, that always sets me off. Near the previously established boundary with 148 Grove Street, in order for a tractor to travel the downhill grade in the back of their lot to clean up some stuff. So Steve Ritter's youngest son, Blake, soon planted a stake in the ground where the chips had been placed. And he said, this is our property. Get your stuff off of it. So we had to call a land surveyor. The surveyor determined that the dividing line between the properties was actually in the center of 148 Grove Street's driveway and right through the middle of the garage. So the day the the surveyor came, she said, and set up the pins, the tenants that were there packed up and moved out that night. Another surveyor came and it had similar results. And by Memorial Day, uh, Braun says uh, the younger Ritter asked, if he could retrieve his father's ashes from 148 Grove Street, we said, please do. We want our property back because we've been paying taxes on it for years. She said, but he went over there and he started throwing trash all over the place and smashing glass and taking bureaus and throwing them outside the yard. Well, the next day, Gabriel Braun, who works in construction, took a sawzall and skillfully cut half of the garage running down <laughs> the property line and removed it and then left the remains on the other side of the surveyor's right. line. So he, there's, we have a picture of it. Yeah, you can see it. Cut it right down the line. The Bronze have installed a partial fence with cameras on their side of 148 Grove Street and plan to extend the divider to the brook at the rear of their lot. So it was something that had been bubbling, and once they got the official word, they took care of it with a saw. Yeah, right. in a very precise way. Yep, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're taking a break. We're coming back. Casey, give me something. Well, remind people of All that. right, we have a secret text word, a chance for you to win a month of Philo and an Amazon Fire TV stick. You can text word secret to 39333. We'll see if you win later on. But I'd like to give away um, some passes for a night at the drive-in to go see the movies. And this will be Wednesday, next Wednesday, a week from today. At Shankweiler's Drive-In in Orfield, which is near Allentown. And they're going to be showing Hook and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That's Double cool. Feature. Yeah. Uh, it's at 8.50 p.m., so keep that in mind. 215-263-WMMR, and uh, you'll be set to go. And it's a it's a reserve spot for people per car. And it's courtesy of Amazon Studios and Michael B. Jordan's Outlier Society. So uh, if you would like to do a night, if you don't win right now, um, did I say a number caller? Okay, caller number 12. We're going to set you up, 215-263-WMMR. But you can also visit anightofthedrivein.com to get first-come, first-served passes for that. We're going to take a break. Kreischer coming up in a little while or more. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Steven Singer is there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut is now open for appointments only. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to book your appointment today. With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Reviews.com sampled over uh, 1,200 drivers. With varying ages and a near split of men and women to see how they felt about driving a car for the first time in the past four months due to the pandemic. And of the respondents, 28% of them, a nice chunk, 
said they felt overwhelmed and overstimulated when returning to a regular driving habit following months of lockdown and social distancing. Like on the highway, I guess? Just in general. In general. Just in getting in the car and driving. Overwhelmed. They feel overwhelmed and overstimulated They're because out of the groove. they've been without of it for yeah. a while. And so getting back into the car has been a bit of an adjustment. And some people are, it's making them a little bit anxious. So I had a couple of uh, family members over uh, over the weekend over in our socially safe distancing backyard and hung out for a bit. It was nice. And this article came up and my uh, niece... I guess, a niece-in-law, uh, said, yeah, it's uh, she's terrified. You're getting behind no the kidding. wheel just, just seems weird. And the, and everyone started to chime in. And the consensus was they're a little bit off their game. Hmm. So they're, they're, the things that, that were just sort of second nature weren't kicking in as quickly as they thought. And then I heard a, you know, a couple people said to me, People are driving like lunatics. That not, is, yeah. not the usual, like just bad driving. Not driving fast, bad driving. It was. It was. I think it was worse in March and April as far as people that were driving bad. You know, fast and bad, and, reckless and, and, and reckless, and, and all but of I, that. I mean, I've been behind people case that are just driving down the the middle lane, like over over the lane, uh, um, blinkers going in all directions, not sh- like pausing before they get on an on-ramp. I'm like, what is going on? I'll yeah. tell you what, though. I, I don't like the more cars on the road. I really enjoy, really, <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed there not being, and not I'm not talking about traffic on the highways and stuff like that. I mean, obviously that was great, but even just like local roads, like running to the grocery store or something like that, like there was really not too oh, many yeah. people yeah. out. Not a lot of cars on the road. Yeah, my, but the and the main entrance to my neighborhood there's, is a main thoroughfare, yeah. which a lot of neighborhoods are, and uh, it's quite busy. And there are it's four ways that, that, that you can go. There's no light there either. So you sometimes you sit there and wait because it's just it's too confusing. Right, right. Coming from all directions, and during that, you know. It, it's getting more congested now, but about a month ago, I'm like, "This is fan freaking fantastic!" Mm-hmm. What's like, it like now? Zipping right through there. Is it up? Is it it's up not, to usual standards? Not, no, it's all not right. all the way up. But right. I have noticed uh, an increase in the past few weeks yeah. that it has picked up Let, a bit more. May I just jump in here quickly, also. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> I don't want to go off on one of these tears, but I need you to all validate this for me. I pull up to by my house. I pull up to make a right at a four way stop sign. Yeah, the it, the p- person going straight across the intersection, like if they get to that line and stop at the stop sign before I do, mm-hmm. I constantly get into these waving me on things. Yes. I'm like, you, yes, going straight. You're not the only one. Have the right of way. You stopped first one at yes. the stop sign. Yeah. You've completed that. Number two, you're going straight. I'm making a turn. You have the right of way. Yeah. So I get into these things in broad daylight, and they may have a tinted window. I can't see if they're waving me on. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting going back and forth. It's like, and I the other morning, I sat there for like a minute and a half because I refused to make the right. I couldn't determine whether this person was waving me on. They just stopped. Yeah. You're better off just putting your car in park, turning it off, getting out, and waving them and on. And having a sandwich. <laughs> it drives me crazy. You're not the only one. It drives me. If you get at a four-way intersection, whoever gets to the stop sign first mm-hmm. and stops... 
then can proceed first. The reason the rules are there is so there's no confusion. Yeah. But there's not. That, that, yes! crea- that creates confusion. Oh, person, my God. It drives and, me crazy. And, and that person might be thinking, well, I'm going to be nice and I'm going to let them go ahead. And it's nice. Even though I was here first. Send but me a cake. It's confusion. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? These have been the rules for decades, by the way. This isn't like just something that's brand new. I think more accidents. Be, there's a guy who had overly tinted. I mean, he could have been the most generous person in the world. Overly tinted front windows. I couldn't tell what the F he was doing. Right, right. Um, I noticed, by the way, I was on the Blue Route going south yesterday around 4, 430. And there are more cars on the road, but mm-hmm. we're still in a nice zone right now. Because normally the traffic would back up as soon as you get past uh, the Radnor exit, and because that's where it goes from three lanes to two lanes, and it and it did not do that. So we're still in a pretty safe zone Let as me far ask as that's you, concerned. Do you notice, because I do notice, and, pe- and uh, people were echoing this, people I brought this up to, that there, you you know, you drive and there's a certain groove you get into. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, they put the, these new dividers on Lincoln. They're like yellow, um, you know, bendable sticks that divide the lane. Yeah. They're, I'm sure they're rubber. I'm sure, you know, they... Uh, if, if you, you hit were, them, they, you're they, not going to right. bust your but car up. But just yeah. they keep you from veering over the line. I see people freak out now when they come up on that thing and immediately cut right to get away from it. Panicking. It's, it's crazy. Before we let this get away from us, I, I, I want to go to the, the crux of the, the this article. Please. Is if you are nervous about driving. If you haven't driven in a while yeah. and you are nervous about driving... Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Well, I did want to talk about that as well, Press, because, listen, since this uh, whole pandemic has uh, started, I, I've been going to work. So I have I have been behind the wheel of the car for, yeah. you know, steadily Me for too. the past few months. Yeah. Now, the only time I can actually really uh, commiserate with what this article is saying is anytime I've been away on vacation and then I get back to the airport and I get in my car – because, like, I immediately have to get onto the highway from there. And it's a, it's a little bit weird because I haven't driven. I haven't actually been behind the wheel of a car for a week or so. And so I you know have, this, you, you have a little bit of an issue? A little bit. A little bit. Because, I mean, it's it's just weird. You, you Like, you get you leave the parking lot, and I'm immediately on 95 South. And I'm like, okay, I hope I can remember how to do it. A lot of times stuff. you've been driving a large tricycle, so you should be up to a speed. A lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm going slower. I, I know what you're talking about because I've, I've had the same thing. But it's like a... It's like a five-minute thing. And, and you're then, back. And then you're back. Yeah. You know, at least for me, anyway. Right, so this, this, right. but, but there is that moment of like, ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I have to remember everything again. Uh-huh. And then you do. But there's just a moment of hesitation. I and think. this article suggesting, okay, this has been a unique thing where a lot of mm-hmm. people have just simply not even gone out of the house for long periods of time. Correct. As they return to work, it's yeah. like... Oh, mm-hmm. I find myself uh, daydreaming while driving right. and then thinking about the fact that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not I'm not paying attention to the things that I should be paying attention to, the, the instinctive things when it comes to driving. And I'm what I I'm thinking. What Bob Seger's doing. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, though, you, you, you tend to you tend to I get observational yeah. instead of. Like paying attention to like my hands on the steering wheel yeah. and, and looking at the cars around me. I'm like, oh, that that seems interesting oh. over there. I'm gonna go to uh, somebody who's been a little bit further into it. I'm gonna have Chris, who didn't drive for years. Hi, Chris. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. Uh, it's all right, man. So, wh- first of all, why did you not drive for years? So I, I moved into the city, and it just didn't make sense to have a car. I had public transit, and it was just a little too expensive. So I, okay. got, I sold my car and lived there for a few years, moved out, and bought another one. But the first time I was back on the road, I was like, holy crap, everybody's so close to me. <laughs> and it just was so anxious. I just felt like everybody was going to hit me, and you don't realize – 
just how, like, you really do get into a groove, and it is kind of a skill that you learn. And it was, I mean, after a few days, I was fine, but the first, I was, my, I was gripping the steering, the steering wheel so hard, my knuckles were like <laughs> the first time I got back in the car. Chris, you brought up one of the main issues, because I had actually a guy who lived in the in Manhattan when I was up in New York, and, and he... A famous um, comic artist, he a guy named Gan Wilson, is his pictures. There's been a documentary about him. He was a friend of mine, uh, and he's the greatest guy. But he had just forgotten how to drive. He had to relearn it. And the big issue with him was exactly what you just said: the proximity to other vehicles, the things that you just get used to, like by sight, saying, "Okay, I've got enough room to get past here." That would freak him out. And so that's what you're talking about. Exactly the same thing, especially being on the highway. You're like, oh my god, I need to, I need to slow down. I need to get the right lane. You're too close. You're too close. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh. Especially when you're booking along at sixty miles an hour. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate Thanks, it. Uh, here is Gene uh, getting back into the uh, throes of driving. Hi, Gene. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's uh, what's your observation about this? Getting back into a regular driving routine. Well, I have to say, so I'm not nervous, but I'm very distracted. So I, as I'm driving around, I'm, I, even the town I live in, as I'm driving, I'm like, oh, look at that. Yeah. I haven't seen it so, before. so what Nick was saying what was speaks about. to you. Oh, they put a new, they put a new house oh, there. Oh, that looks interesting. <laughs> right. So someone, someone's new siding. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they do that? It's it's wild how yes, when you can be in a different environment. Thank you for the call, by the way, Gene. This has nothing to do with driving a vehicle, but my sister and I, first time I, I went to Hawaii and we rented scooters. Okay, you can rent scooters yep. every other corner you can get them and you can ride around. We were in Oahu. You know, it's a major metropolitan area. And so <laughs> we're riding and I am just I'm like, ooh, a banyan tree, you know? <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, I am going through yeah. a red light in a four-way intersection. Uh-huh. Just da-dee-da-dee-da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hear, I hear she's screaming at my, my sister, Preston! <laughs> Why? It's beautiful Why? here. Not paying attention at yeah. all. Just yeah. completely distracted by everything. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the things. Because uh, I'm always the driver in my family. So, And we've gone away to... Some really, you know, nice places in the Northeast and, you know, the, you know, mountainous New Hampshire and Maine and Vermont and everybody gets to look out the window and I have to drive and keep my stupid eyes on the road and I don't want to all the time. Is I want to I well, look don't, around. Don't you hate because my wife and I have got, and, and she, she gets it now, but when we drive along, she goes, look at this puppy has a, this, this puppy's wearing a, dude, I, I can't, I'm not, let, when we stop, show it to me, I can't. Um, I forget, Case, because I know you wanted to, but did you drive on the left-hand side of the road when we went to England a few no, years ago? No, uh, no, and you know why? Because when we, when we got to London, I was like, oh, I can't even. I, I had a hard time crossing the yeah, street. Like, Me too. Do you know what I mean? Me yes. too. I was yeah. looking to my right, and then I went to go cross. I'm like, oh my god, there's a car coming from the left. Uh, yep. Thank God they write because they'll write. They'll write down. They they know the tourism level. Yeah. They know yeah. the amount of people get clipped. They actually they actually they, print sides, on yeah. it which side the traffic's coming from. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I remember that exactly. Case. I was like, oh, this is this is a bad idea. <laughs> I, I, you know, maybe if I went out to the countryside or something like that, but okay, well, not I, in a major metropolitan. It's area. hilarious what you're saying and what Nick said, though, because I, my wife has not been driving as much as I have. I mean, because we've all been going to work and yeah. doing this stuff as, as normal, but just driving around our neighborhood. When did they finish that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's a text that says, "So many more people are driving around. It is super annoying, especially <laughs> when you drive around all day with a trailer. I drive for a landscaping company." Uh. 
It was great when this started <laughs> because we never stopped, but now it is terrible again, and that is Steve from Collingswood. Hey, can I bring something up real Please. quick? Please. All right. So, and because it has to do with, like, um, I think it's dangerous. When you're driving on 76 going eastbound and you're right around 30th Street, 30th Street Station and all that, and you have to go under that overpass, and it's long. It's, a, it's basically you're driving through a tunnel. They need to light I agree. underneath Way more. I mean, it's they got it's like a, like five orange fluorescent lights, and now, it's terrible. Wait. And you go blind. Are you talking about in the daytime? Yes, because you have sun blinders. Fairly well yes. at night, it's but, fine. But, but yes, in the daytime, you go from. I mean, you know, sunlight, complete bright sunlight to um, immediately, Steve. You know. Sunlight, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're, 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 I, I, the same thing happens to me. And your eyes don't have it's short enough where your eyes don't have enough time to adjust, but just the right length for you to collide into the back of someone in front of you. It's dangerous. You just need to take your sunglasses off. Oh, no, wait. I take my sunglasses off. It has nothing and to do with that. And your pants. Wow, I always <laughs> take. We want to be off. I can rub one out quickly before we come out the other side. No one will yeah. see. <laughs> Well, you don't have to worry about that, Casey, because for the past however many weekends, they've actually been shutting down 76. Yeah. Right from 676 all the way to university. Friday at wow. noon. It's just shut yeah, down. Yeah, I found that out. Friday. down Friday at noon. <laughs> Everyone going to the beach, trying to get home from work. Shut down. There's no Martin Luther King Drive to get off at. Right. You're just stuck. There's been a mishmash of sort of things that people are occurring to people in the long run, and I don't want to make this one of those things because it's about being nervous of returning to... (laughs) Can we move City Hall? Yeah, please. (laughs) Can we move that... The outskirts. Is the perennial, it occurred to me in the thick of this, as I, I know, <laughs> even during quarantine, I hate it doesn't matter. That. I hate it. That that bizarre box you have to do around everything. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> we'll, we'll pick Broadway up on the other side. Oh, no, it's, yes, I need to stay in this lane for this part. Yeah, as I go around the west side of the of the building, and then when I get to the south side, I need to get over four lanes to the right. It doesn't make any sense. It's really hard to navigate. Isn't that. it so quaint <laughs> that City Hall's right in the middle? Yeah, it's a beautiful building. But Absolutely, it is, but dear Blow God, it up. Put it somewhere. <laughs> Take a picture and Blow get rid it of it. Uh, let's see. Oh, here, Casey. Here you go. This texture said you should shut your eyes for 30 seconds before you ever go into a tunnel. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> I think that's why. That's the worst advice ever. I went through, uh, on my, my drive out to Kentucky, we had to go through the, the Blue Mountain Tunnel. And the, it's, you know, it's two tunnels. You have uh, you have northbound, southbound, or whichever direction you East have going at that time. Yeah, East yeah. and west. And, uh, but they have one of the tunnels closed. So you had oh. facing traffic mm-hmm. in those tunnels, which is a tad bit freaky. Yeah. So it was kind of different. You know what tunnel does light right? The Lehigh yeah. tunnel. Yep. That, that That's brilliantly lit. As you come up on it, you don't have to do any adjusting. You can it's hold perfect. your breath the entire way through. Those right. bit, big jet turbine looking I, fans they yeah. have in there. I feel like they make me faster. The, the fans yes. do? Yeah. Well, they do. I do. Nick, I, I deploy my, my car sales every time yes. I go through. It's a completely I, asinine I thought. The, 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 the nor'easter. Right, oh, yeah. that's funny. I'm cruising now. Uh, I'm going to go to Pat. He's got an interesting observation because he drives a tractor trailer. Hey, Pat, good morning. Hey, guys. Yeah, hey. so I haven't been off the road at all during the coronavirus, but I started driving a tractor two years ago, and I drive a Ford Explorer in my personal time, so it's not a small car, nothing huge, but definitely not a little car, 
And uh, after my first week of training, I was out uh, learning to drive a big truck. When I got back in my Explorer, I was legit freaking out. It just felt like I was a go-kart in, like, a world of giants. Wow. I'm on these highways going through, like, West Virginia and stuff, these mountains. I'm going, like, 45 miles an hour on the highway, having to realize how slow I'm going and get back on it. It was a wild experience. I'll bet, man. And I wonder if the same goes – thanks, Pat, by the way. If the same goes for, you know, people who ride a motorcycle regularly – who go back and forth between the car and the motorcycle, if there's a moment of adjustment and yeah. remembering what you're in and what you're, you know, how it's different. If you th- you don't even think about how many mm-hmm. um, background, how much background processing you're doing as you're driving. Like I think of, for example, when you see a bus take an arch left in it, like in a tight area, those guys are so used to that they can figure it out and, and not rip the front of the cars yep. off that they're turning past. But for you or for me, or that that's, you know, that it just looks like impossible. That, and, and so the same thing would apply with our own cars. We know our own, okay, I can make this. And and uh, a lot of times you think when, you're, when you were first learning to drive, I can't make it through that. Yeah. I can't make it around this car that's making a left. And then you learn that, yeah, you can. I remember at the, at the last uh, <clears throat> Cardboard Classic, and we're going to have Kreischer on a little bit, his dr- the driver oh. of his tour bus with the trailer on the back. Yeah. I was... I was just absolutely transfixed at watching him yeah. swing that thing around yeah. and back that trailer in. Not just a trailer, a trailer attached to a full-size tour bus. He's a superhero. And he expertly just slid it right in there. It was impressive. I tell you what, when I was on my game and we we trailered a 17-foot boat and my father, you know, would would basically you good at it? Sh- I was awesome. So you could do the backup cuz you have to like you have to. It's it's it goes against your instincts, right? We had, we had a driveway that went down a hill. It was just, and it wasn't a regular driveway. It was just two paved tire areas. Okay. So I would take the the uh, the, the the car out, back and arch the the we'd back the boat into the garage, and I was able to do it up the hill backwards. <laughs> And you nailed it. Could I do it now? No, I'd take out the house and kill everyone in the neighborhood. <laughs> I forgot about that. My dad. We had a boat too, and my dad used to back it into yep. the into the uh, into the garage. That's the way to do it. You can't yeah. get it out otherwise. Yeah. We never had to do that. Our yacht it was just yeah. too it was big. Always it at was the pier. Too big for <laughs> yeah. a trailer. Hey, so. by the way, somebody had texted in, and uh, this is interesting. Where was it, Nick? Um, oh man. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they were pointing out mail carriers. Yes. So mail carriers drive with the the driver's side on on the other side yes. so yeah. they can get to the mailbox and everything. How confusing is it for you when you get in your regular car after you're done driving around oh, the yeah. mail truck all day? <laughs> the dream of mine was always to get the you know my my dream car was the Aston Martin uh the James Bond with the 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 wheel on the proper British side. Like no, that would f me up totally. like crazy. I don't know. I wonder because I mean, you're you know, it, not having to drive on the left side of the road, it might yeah. not be. A, uh, it's going to be an adjustment, uh, yeah. definitely spatial wise. Uh, yeah, I was watching uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Steve, and yeah. the driver's side was on the other side of the car every time, right? Did you notice that the the driver's side that, was that on, Christian Bale on, was driving on the right side of the car? He was car driving a Ford. He, he, he was driving yeah. a Ford. The, huh. the, the GT came it came in from um, England. Remember they said in the beginning, right? And so they uh, that's. But even when he was driving in Daytona and stuff, was he? I didn't even notice that case. Maybe you're right. Huh. At least in a couple of scenes, that you're uh, you're huh. right. I, I don't even think I could shift with my left hand. It, it, That'd be the hard part. It's yeah. awkward. Yeah, and and, and, and what would your 
Would the pedals be the same, right? They're on, on the, the roof. Oh, you got to okay, reach around with your Wait, hand on top. How do you do that? Why would you even put them up there? Because your hands get wet when it's raining. You want to see something funny. So if you go to the Virgin Islands, U.S. or British Virgin Islands, they drive on the right-hand side of the... No, left-hand side of the road there, but they use American-style cars. So if you see a... Brit- now they're just effing with They yours. really are. So if you see a British person come to the Virgin Islands, they are driving on the, the side of the road that they're used to, but not the side of the car that they're used to. Yeah, they, as, as Preston says, they're just looking to F you. But one of the yeah. great joys, if you ever go to Bermuda, is to watch people first take their swipe at driving a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hang around the parking lot when they try <laughs> to, to drive a scooter. By the way, going back to this study, and I'm going to go to some more calls here in a second, but uh, yes, uh, 28% of the respondents said they felt overwhelmed or overstimulated when returning to a regular driving habit following months of lockdown and social distancing. While there was little difference between men and women, a person's age did affect their response. For those over the age of 65, 40% of those surveyed said they felt very overwhelmed when driving. In contrast, most respondents aged 18 to 35 said they only felt somewhat overwhelmed or felt no change since they last drove. Uh, the busier the road or highway, the more overwhelmed a person felt, too. Well, I can see that when I took a long trip one time, Press, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit older. When I got back to the airport, to my car, I walked around front to turn the crank. I forgot. <laughs> wow. That, they didn't have that anymore. You don't anymore. have to do that yeah. anymore. Hang on. Uh, Mark's aunt and uncle were both uh, mail carriers. Hi, Mark. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Sure, you can. Wow. <laughs> that sounded just like it. It did. It nice good. job, Mark. What's up, bud? uncle were both mail carriers and they bought a Jeep Wrangler back in the 80s and had it shipped to Virginia and converted and the conversion price was like the same as the price of the Jeep. They <laughs> paid like $40,000 for wow. this Jeep. But, but if they made it right-hand drive so that whenever they were driving, whether they were working or driving in their normal day-to-day routine, they were driving on the right-hand side. Okay. Oh, so they were mail carriers in their professions. Their, their job, yeah. both of them were mail carriers. Because they were so used to it. So they were used to it, yeah. but they bought a Jeep and had it converted, a regular Jeep Wrangler, and had it converted to right-hand drive so that they could use it for work and right. for their regular driving vehicle, and they never had to switch. I see some people that do that in our area that have what you can tell is their personal vehicle, and then they'll put something on it that says, you know, U.S. mail, mail carrier, or whatever it may be, and it's a right-hand drive. Does it throw Jeep. you off? It's almost always a Jeep. When you're, when you're driving and, behind? And, and they drove in, and they drove a mail carrier in a rural area. Okay. So, you know, it's not like they were driving in the city. But they were always on the right-hand side, and it always freaked me out. Well, right. now at this Thanks, point, man. like with tolls and stuff like that, you know, easy pass, you would not, never have to worry. That used to be that would be a consideration years ago. I mean, you could you could if you could drive a car, uh, you know, with the driver's side being the pass, our traditional passenger side, yeah. and not encounter. Well, drive the windows, but yeah, no, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, well, this is interesting. I'm going to go to Jacob, who's a uh, a trash collector, and hey, hey, uh, Jacob, are you there? Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? I wait a minute, dude. You drive a right-handed side driver side vehicle? So I'm on a what we call an ASL, a side loader. We have an automated arm. It's like a it's like a video game. We have a joystick yeah. to take the trash cans up with. Okay. So I drive from the right hand side 
95% of the day, every day. I have not. Now, they, uh, in, in my neighborhood, the, the trash company uses a, 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 a vehicle that, that picks up the trash cans like that. Uh, but I've never stopped to pay attention to see what side they're driving on. Are most of those vehicles right-hand driver side? You can drive from both sides, but yeah, most of the time when they're in, when we're collecting, when we're in collection mode, most of the time we are on the passenger side. You have you have steering wheels on both sides. Yep. Is are they both real or just one have little bells and stuff and like a Fisher Price <laughs> yeah, thing? Yeah, little, horn, little uh, fake <laughs> horn. Nice prize. Wow. Now, all right. So, is there a is there a lever or a button that you that you use to to choose which side to engage? It's a little 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 lever. You pull it one way; it'll face whatever way whatever Dude. way it faces is the way you're gonna drive. So it's like a driving instructor's car. Pretty much. Yeah, same deal. That they, 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 if you've ever been one of those, Preston, where they have the dual controls, yeah. you just flip the lever, and that determines which side is driving. Hey, so Jacob, what's it like when you get into your regular passenger vehicle after driving on the ride all day? At first, it was a bit, it was a bit, bit odd because it's what you, what you always know. Yeah. But once you do it every day, it doesn't, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's, it's second nature. Yeah. Do, you, do you think you could parallel park both ways? I can, yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. All right. Thanks, Jacob. Appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy rides a motorcycle, and uh, he, he's got something to say about as far as getting used to driving. Hey, Jimmy. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up? Yeah, bud. Just, um, yeah, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, the um, what threw me off real quick is uh, I've been driving bikes for 25 He just crashed. He just crashed, crashed. crashed oh his God. motorcycle. <laughs> Jimmy? He might have. We lost him. We lost him. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy we, we appreciated you listening. His final words were, I've been driving for <laughs> Never had an accident, not <laughs> even one time. Hey, I didn't know Exxon had fuel trucks in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got to turn into the mobile thing. Terrible. God, I hope he's actually okay. I, know, I, know. I, know. I would hate to be laughing yeah. at the expense of uh, oh great God. injury I or death. At the first time, I was a little nervous, but now... Wow. Oh, man. Okay. Please call huh. back, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah Jimmy, Jimmy, call back. Yeah. Uh, while we're waiting for Jimmy, I want to go to Timmy. Or Tim. Hey, Tim, you're on the air. Uh, Tim, you had a tip on waving people through a four-way stop. Yep, that's it. So first off, like, make sure it's your turn. You know, don't, like, be the nice guy because you just screw things up. Yeah. Yes! Agreed. Steve, here's the move. First hand, you point to the driver. Second hand, you point the direction. Boom, boom. Good. Okay. I'll, I'll, you know what I yeah. do? What I used you to do? Go. I My thing was just to look in the direction I'm turning and pay no attention. Like, go. But you're right. Maybe I need to be a little more overt and say, you, go now. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, I think more accidents are causing. It's a wonderfully generous thing. But I can't tell if the light is glaring on the windshield. And then you do that, that little... Every the car start jerking forward and who's going to go and you it ends up making it worse. What if you do the uh, the BJ tongue in your cheek? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give that? me oral <laughs> here. That that's yeah. got a directional yeah, uh, yeah. motion to it. Can right? you try that yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> um, tongue in the direction you want to go, right? Yeah. Oh, hey, good news. Jimmy's alive. Yay! Yay! Okay. I don't feel 
Yes, okay. Uh, Jimmy, you- are, are you okay? No, I'm fine. What'd you guys do? Kick me off the stage? <laughs> no, it sounded like you crashed. We thought you hit a bridge in Bunkman. <laughs> I feel so bad now in my life. <laughs> All right. So, you, you ride motorcycles. That, That's right. Yes, sir. I rode, uh, I rode a Harley-Davidson Road King for 25 years, and I could zip through turns. I could go fast. I could do whatever. I felt good about myself. But then I just recently bought a, a Goldwing. And if you know about the front of the bikes... The, the fairing doesn't move when you turn. It's just the handlebars, but the whole front of the bike stays, like, still. How do you so, steer it? Well, no, the handlebars move. Okay. But, like, I mean, the whole front fairing, the, the dash and stuff like that doesn't move. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So, All right. So I got on this bike thinking I was He-Man, and you don't have to teach me nothing. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I felt I had to relearn the whole thing over again. It felt like I was nervous taking turns. I'm shaking. I'm thinking, I don't know if I could do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I was wondering so, if you couldn't turn the handlebars. Uh, yeah, so so call us later on from Kentucky. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You just have to go straight. But, yeah, I could see you that way. Anything like that that throws you off, yeah, right? You yeah. know, is yeah. gonna, it, that it goes to the whole distraction. And at the core of this story, which Preston was originally reading from, it's it's that sensory overload because people have not been used to it. They haven't right. been doing it as routine. Right, right. All right. right, yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. man. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank God we found out he's okay. It literally sounded as if he had collided yeah. with something. All right, well, you know what? Ease into it. That's all we can say. Yeah. Ease into it. Drive around a little bit. In Close some... your eyes for 30 seconds. Yeah, before you go into a yeah. tunnel. Uh, <laughs> ease around a little bit before you go into busy areas. Casey, what did you want me to play? Oh, no, it was just uh, Jimmy when he called back. Nobody knows for sure. I thought it was... Uh... That scene from Goodfellas. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. All right. Wait. It gets better here. Okay. <laughs> okay. It just said Goodfellas shower scene. I didn't know. The only Jimmy. reason I remember that is because they dubbed uh, Jimmy Rollins. I remember. In, yes. Okay. The radio. Yeah. Uh, that was that was actually pretty awesome. Okay. Well, anyhow, be careful on the road. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. When we return, Bert freaking Kreischer on the show. Stay with us. What's new? Why have you asked? Godsmack. Green Day. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. We're working on getting Bert on the phone. He hasn't answered yet, so we'll try to get him on here shortly. But uh, Bert Kreischer, if you're just tuning in, that is. Uh, a couple of emails real quick. Uh, this says, hey, Preston and Steve, you can't imagine how thrilled my daughter Ann Gorski was to hear her birthday <laughs> mention on today's show. This is from yesterday. <laughs> we had 50 of her closest friends also send her a card, and it was fun, so please send her that card. She's an essential health care worker and deserves the best for her 40th, and you guys are her favorites. Thanks, and that is from Frank Buck. And then I got this other email. It says, hey, guys, I caught your apology, or your apology, apology to me this morning as I was pulling into work, you didn't need to do that, but thank you for acknowledging it. My sister sent out cards to friends and family to send me throughout June to have a month-long celebration. It's pretty nice. That it's is very cool. Thoughtful. Yeah. Uh, since we couldn't have a 40th party for me this year, 
Uh, she had she had told me to she had sent one to you guys. I didn't expect you to do it, and I've been listening since the Preston, Maryland, and Steve days, Aww. and have gone to every eggs with Peg. You guys rock from Ann Gorski. So the Ann, Ann Gorski. It was nice to hear from you. I'd for I'd messed up and not <laughs> sent these cards, and I'd been sitting on them for a couple of months, and they were for Ann. So anyhow, she was thankful to hear about all that. Hey, uh, today. For those who may not be aware, it's always National Something Day. Yeah, it's getting a little old, but... Uh, but today's National Hot Dog Day. I'm down with hot dogs. I love hot dogs. You know, you pick the days that you're into. Everything else is crap if you don't believe in it, but I believe in hot dogs. Yep. Uh, and I have some uh, information about hot dogs. Well, we need this information. We learned is... about the sun earlier in the week. <laughs> we did. <laughs> no. And now we need to know about the uh, the, the hot dogs. Uh, you're a hot, a bit of a hot dog aficionado. Don't you like them? I love them. Yeah. I love them. I, you know, I've got to be... There are especially there. There are some moments that demand hot dogs. Uh, a baseball game demands a hot dog. Almost any sporting event. Rescuing event, a child from a well that demands yeah, a hot dog. hot dogs. Yeah, I'm not a hot dog. Like I don't throw them on the grill at no. home. No, I usually buy them somewhere else. Interesting. Uh, I I will grill hamburgers. Yes, me too. I will not grill hot dogs. But, but hot dogs aren't something that I make at home. I usually buy them somewhere. Right, and right. usually when they come in like a foil package or something like that, that's my Oh, I like it that. Or at a um, at a cart. Uh, I'll do hot dogs. But I don't, as a, now as a teenager and maybe in my 20s, I ate hot dogs all the time. Nonstop. I was just, it's, it's an easy go-to and they're always yummy. Do you remember when you were a teenager and you got to second base with your first hot dog? It was just amazing. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. I, there are so many hot dog uh, stories I can relate to you guys. Here's a hot, <laughs> here's, here's a hot dog tip My for you. My Hot Dog Stories by Casey Foster. <laughs> Alright, so I have a Yeti, uh, it's basically a Yeti thermos, right? And, right? and you seal the top to it. What you should do if you're going to the beach is you throw boiling water into the Yeti thermos, oh. right? And then you dump a whole bunch. You can a little bit of tequila like Kathy does. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, like, yeah. if you're into that, um, but you can dump a whole package of hot dogs into it, and then you have hot hot dogs ready to eat on the beach. Okay, that's a pretty good idea. I mean, hot dogs themselves in the package are cooked. Sure, They're, you, you yeah. can eat them raw, which is mm. kind of weird. I only did that as a little kid, but right. If you throw them in really piping hot water, mm-hmm. they will taste cooked uh, if they've been in there for a while. Yeah. Casey, that's a great well, that's idea. A, that's yes. honestly what they do at the uh, at the stand. Yeah, they boil them. My, my yeah. father used to subscribe to the notion that the filthiest stands delivered the best hot dogs. Mm. Uh, and that if There's the guy, merit in that? Yes, yeah. dirty fingernails, some sort of undes- uh, 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 facial sores, things like that, all right, of them right, would right. make the yeah. hot dog taste better. Well, listen, the the last stand was my hot dog joint going to that I went to all growing up. There was it was it was dirty. I I, I don't want to say it was dirty, but I it was just it was just like a it was just a it was not clean. It was not well, maybe well, I don't know the the equivalent of a greasy spoon, right? Yeah, right. Okay. That's all it was. It was just basically a fryer, and you know, and and some fridges and a and a soda fountain, and some and, canker sores, and right, that was right. it. And that was it. But a good a good way to make them though is to boil them and grill them. But you don't need to grill them long. The boiling them gets the internal temperature oh. up, and then the grilling them will do kind of um uh it, it'll uh make the outside a little bit. It changes the texture. Up yeah, okay, and gives you a really cool. Uh, Taste, I think. One of the things I always looked at growing up, and it was in the Sears catalog, and I always thought about asking Santa for it. For some reason, they stuck it in the uh, in the toy section. 
was one of those hot dog roller uh, we have. thingies. Do you have one? Yeah, we got yeah, we Really? Ha- yeah, we got one for the kids when they were um growing up. Uh, and I'm sorry. I think maybe Santa brought it for the kids and you know, we had a hot dog party. Yeah. I I want to say we still have it. We had to still, I just did. Okay. I yeah. just did. But you just don't use it as one of those appliances you have that ends up in the basement or whatever. I don't know if it made its way to the new house when we I moved. hate kitchen gadgets and appliances <laughs> like that because they're fun for five minutes. And then you never use them. And then you put them away and they just take up space. Yeah. You know, like a, like a fajita thing or, <laughs> or a margarita mixer or oh, whatever. Bread maker. Well, this yeah. is a bread maker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snow cones. You know, you can buy that. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like having a, a gem polisher or a, <laughs> right, or a wood right, burning. Right. Oh, a wood burning kick. A yeah. Russia will do this for decades to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that, though, Marissa has one. She's on the line. Hi, Marissa. Good morning. Good. What's up, Marissa? Good. So my birthday was actually a couple of weeks ago, and anybody who knows me knows I love hot dogs. I will eat them for breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. So he actually got me one of those, um, those one of those rollers, like you see at Seven Eleven. He got them on like Amazon for like twenty bucks, and I was like, "How do you do it?" Do you have so you don't have it going all the time like they do at Seven Eleven? Because I, I, I honestly, I love the they're all beef hot dogs at Seven Eleven. I like the Wawa's as well. I just prefer regular buns as opposed to the um, to the faux bread that looks. Oh, like, I love it. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Style I like bun. a regular style hot dog. What about bun. potato buns? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> Appreciate it. My wife likes to buy the top split yeah. buns. That's New England style. You, you, yeah. We we could eat hot dogs together. I like them, yeah. but I prefer Let's them. you and I eat a hot dog together. You start on one side. I mean, we'll do that, just like Lady and the Tramp. No, I, uh, <laughs> I prefer the regular bun. Although, pet peeve, when it comes to hot dog, if that bun splits at the bottom, and then you got essentially a hot dog sandwich, uh, it's a nightmare. It's not good anymore. Falls and, yet, and yet, anymore. and yet, people with full paralysis complain. <laughs> and by the way, I don't want to hear the argument is a hot dog a sandwich because it is. Oh, shut up! I, I don't want to hear the argument. Anyway, go ahead. No, it's not an argument. It's a sandwich. It's meat in between two pieces of bread. It's a hot dog. Anyway, were you saying? Were you, you going to say something else? I probably was. Okay, Preston, so I guess, uh, let me. Chances go. are. Let me, oh, you know let me go to yeah. some facts about hot dogs. Okay, and maybe this will change your mind about your stupid perception. For the history of a uh, National Hot Dog Day, um, the term itself was derived in the 19th century. Because originally they're called Frankfurters. Yes. Uh, at a time when German immigrants brought their own culinary traditions with them to the New World. Lest we forget, it was the Germans who were also responsible, Preston, for the hamburger. Hamburg, Germany. There you go. So it's believed that they brought to New York America's first hot dogs. Originally referred to as the Dachshund Sausage mm-hmm. for their long shape that resembled the beloved Dachshund Pups, or as I call it, a Duchamp. <laughs> and the meat was often made from actual Dachshunds. <laughs> um, around 1870, Charles Feltman, a German immigrant, began to sell hot dogs out of a stand on Coney Island. Yeah. And he sold over 3,600 Frankfurters in a bun that year alone. Uh, well, we can't completely be sure uh, how or even when National Hot Dog Day was created. We do know... That the day was created as a nod to National Hot Dog Month in July by the National Hot Dog Sausage Council uh, to highlight this fan favorite. And hot dogs became a household name in the late 19th century 
when casual food lover and baseball team owner of the St. Louis Browns, better known as the Cardinals, Chris Von De Ahe, had brought the two together at his own amusement park. So he got baseball and hot dogs. That was the first union, and it's it's kind of a perennial. It's yeah. uh, You Most always definitely. think of hot dogs at the ballpark. Yep, absolutely. Dollar dog night. Dollar dog night. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. They had tried pudding. And it was not as successful. <laughs> Dollar pudding night? Dollar pudding night. And and they just hand you pudding. Yeah, there's no container. <laughs> right. They just put your hands put your out. Hand Here. It's your pudding. But it's only a dollar. So, yeah. You know. Bigger hands, yeah. more pudding. Right. Buy me some pudding and cracker jacks. That actually fits. It does, yeah. It does fit. <laughs> uh, so here are, f- and, and according to this article, five facts about hot dog day. That will blow your mind. I mean, seriously. That's what it says. <laughs> Get ready to have your world rocked. Mm-hmm. All right, number five. Oh, I have something for that, Preston. Okay. Okay, hang on. A I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. It's all good. Are we, we go. ready? Five. Oh, that's it? <laughs> wait, do five. it again, please. Here we go. Five. Okay. Uh, that's from Hamilton. Yeah. Oh. Uh, on this. Uh, Is that in- about hot dogs? Five. Uh, indep- on Independence Day, on the, the summer holiday, over 155 million hot dogs are reportedly consumed. So I think that that is the busiest hot dog day of the year is uh, 4th of July, Independence no Day. No doubt, yeah. But with all the backyard barbecues. Uh, number four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. Hamilton is about hot, hot dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah. I just called that Alexander Hamilton. I no. had no idea. Well, I well, think he was a sip of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. This is the tip of the hot dog. A street vendor favorite from New York City to Chicago to Philadelphia, you can find hot dogs on most street corners. <laughs> no that's way. mind no that's way. the Wait mind blowing second. information you have for Listen, us. Think about Dear that. God. I know you're too busy getting snockered at your yoga classes to <laughs> to think about this, but that's mind think right. about that. Mind blowing. Yeah. Not everyone's having tequilas when they're doing downward dog. You know what not- actually I thought of as soon as you said that was God, I'll never buy another hot dog from a street vendor. Oh, really? Like They're just now? I'm saying now in today's world with with uh, what's honest, happening. Yeah. Like I'm going to uh, ask for extra coronavirus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, thoughts on sauerkraut, gentlemen, lady? No. Well, no? I I do love sauerkraut. Carter has made his own sauerkraut. We recently tried it the other day. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I kid you not. And. It's good. It it needs to ferment a little bit longer, but it's it doesn't have quite that sour. It's, it tastes still still too cabbagey. But uh, he's he's working on it. See if he could build a living human. Okay, I'll see if we can work on that. I love sauerkraut. Me too. Yep. I uh, don't I don't like it on hot dogs though. Believe it or not. What do you like it with? Ice cream. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm like pregnant. It on, it's good on a Reuben. Yeah, on a Reuben, okay. I love it. Uh, yes, but no, I do I do love it on hot dogs. All right, yep. so hot dogs I can either go spicy or regular mustard, but with sauerkraut, spicy. Okay, that's a good combination. Mm-hmm. I approve. All right, so uh, we have another fact. Number three. Okay. <laughs> I would, now that I know it's about hot dogs, yeah. Yeah. you <laughs> should go back and watch it again. Been holding out. Yeah. There's a lot of subtext to it that we missed out on. Okay, so... Number three is... That's why it's produced by Oscar Mayer. Here you go. This is another one that'll blow you away, Kathy. Uh. Sports and hot dogs go together. You gotta be kidding Oh, yeah, me. I love playing baseball. Be well, well, explain. You can't just leave us hanging there. How so? Over 26 million hot dogs are sold annually at baseball stadiums in the United States. One of 
America's favorite pastime. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, they didn't want to take a hard stand saying it was the favorite pastime. Oh, it's so one, it's of, one of them. You're yeah. going to offend a lot of people. <laughs> right. in, this, clear in, this. The, in this outrage culture. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so people not playing, freak out. Not playing sports and eating hot dogs at the same time. Nope, nope. Sports okay. and hot dogs go together. Though they used to, and that led to the great... Uh, <laughs> Mass slaughter of 1928. Yeah. All right. Here's the next one. Condiments make a hot dog thrive. Oh, get the hell! Throw that out. Throw that list out. So you don't. So you don't get pregnant. No, that's uh, that's condoms. Oh, Uh, this is condiments. (laughs) Okay. Of all mint you put on condoms. Of all the toppings you can add to a hot dog, what do you think number one is? Mustard. Correct. Yeah, it has to be. What do you think the second most popular hot dog condiment? Pudding. Relish pudding. No, it's ketchup. Yeah. yeah okay. I think, and and and, and I'd be curious too. Obviously, ketchup would be the number one for hamburgers, but I bet you mustard is is probably second. I do both on uh, hamburgers. Yeah. What about uh, mayonnaise? Uh, a little bit of that is fine too. I don't have a requirement. I I change it up from time to time with uh, with hamburgers, hot dogs. I always go straight up mustard, and I will add some relish or um, uh, sauerkraut. So, uh, what do you think the the third? Most popular condiment is relish for ketchup. I mean, not ketchup for hot sauce. <laughs> what do you put on your ketchup? I put hot Ke- sauce on my ketchup. Mustard. Then actually, I do like mixing a little hot sauce Me in too. the ketchup, Casey. It's really yeah. good. All right, so mustard, ketchup, and then you say relish. Yeah. What else? Uh, Onions. What else? Cheese. Onions I saw the good. answer. Uh, it's chili. Uh-huh. Chili. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People a like good that. chili dog is pretty awesome. So, I, don't, I rarely have them, but I do love them. They're I do a agree. mess, though. They're a mess. Uh, I agree. So I, I will not have sauerkraut I don't want, but a chili dog I can entertain now and then. Yes. See, that's why the last stand, their chili was not necessarily a chili as much as it was just a sauce. So it didn't Woodcock. Get, it didn't get messy. All right, well, I, I miss it so much that I've actually been contemplating, like, I, I want to buy. No, I want to buy the recipe from the the people who own the place because it was for their your own, own personal use or to start up a business. I want to start it up again. You okay. have come to me for the recipe, <laughs> but you must prove yourself. Are you worthy? He has to pass a test. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Are you worthy of the last and hot dog recipe? He's asking you. I, I'm aware of it. I just don't know how to make it. No, he wants to know if you're worthy. Am I? Oh, All yes. Right. Were you ever in the Running Away Club? <laughs> I'm the founder of the Running Away Club. Well, I mean, honestly, I think uh, if you could get it. Especially with all the people that you know in that area who are such fans of that particular, why don't you see if you can get together and and oh. invest and 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 imagine Case. if you were part owner of the Last Stand Du. Let me try this. <laughs> let, let me let me try this out on you. You ready? Yes. All right. Casey's Last Stand. I mean, that rolls off the tongue, dude. It does. It do. Casey's Last Stand, and I, I can like sell it. custard. As well, because it's like Custer's last stand. Pretend like I didn't say that, guys. Oh, no, I, I just didn't get it. Yeah. No, okay. no. And All that's right. what you want. For for the consumer, you want to make sure they're confused. <laughs> yes. So I had um, uh, talked to, like, the original owners of the last stand <laughs> about a year and, and a half ago. Were they were they interested? Well, you know what they said? Is they, they said, Who are you? <laughs> they said, do you know how many hot dogs you need to sell in order to make a profit? And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. You know, so it's it's not like, you know, it's it's a gold mine. 
You know, hey, you wouldn't. I you, said mine. Yes, you, you did. did. I did. I did. It's a gold Thank mine. You for catching that. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I just want to say I misspoke. Did you say gold mine? <laughs> You're too stupid to own a hot dog stand. I misspoke. I did. I don't actually think it's gold mined. I got you. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. So it's not like it's a gold mine. <laughs> you're just you're, ta- you're gold mine. You're so used to saying squeezed.com. <laughs> right? I bet you went to college. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Um the question about the chili and the sauce. So yes. you said it's more of a sauce than it is a chili. Are there is there meat in it? There's meat. Okay. Beans. Beans. That's chili There are beans. That's okay. chili. But you won't but it's not like full beans. And so the only reason I don't really it's like beans? it's it's like quarter beans. Quarter I, beans. I guess the, maybe the beans are like minced up or something. I'm not really sure. Exactly. Beans. Okay, mm. so so kind of like uh uh refried beans where it's kind of like pasty. Not quite. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, 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 I think to, it's probably what, what he's describing is probably a more instead of a more cohesive. Okay, you're, it's more of a sauce than a chili. Listen, correct? Uh, let's, it's let's, more of it's like a chili sauce. Can we, Bill West? Is it a chili sauce? It's a chili sauce. I've Bill already Weston. said it was a sauce. Now, Bill Weston spent a lot of time in Rhode Island, where they take their hot dogs very serious. He's in here, and and I think you might know what I'm talking about because I think this chili sauce is. Um, Something that's kind of common up there, is it not? Yeah, I don't know what the name is. They they call them gaggers up there, by the way. You know they call <laughs> yeah. hot dogs gaggers? That was John Holmes' name. I swear, dude, <laughs> I swear to God, they call them gaggers. And, that's what they call it. And you get a gagger in college, but no. <laughs> never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. 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 It's Marissa. You get mad at Casey for that. Hey, gaggers. That's, that's, it's a gagger that you drag through the garden. That means you like put everything yeah. on, like tomatoes right. and whatever. Right. Yeah. But it's, this is a chili sauce, but I don't recall beans in it. Right? It's kind of chunky. It's got a little bit of meat and the tomato stuff base on it, but it doesn't have beans in it. Yeah. Okay. Were you? Do you fondly uh, remember those? Were they delicious? Or yeah, there's a there's a, a semi truck in the the main square of Providence called Haven Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the place to go when the bars close, and you get like three or four of those things, and totally regret it. Are these the them, day. Bill? There's a picture yeah. up on the uh... gaggers. Yeah. yeah, that's a gagger. That's yeah, yeah, you can see right there by the testicles. Tell you mm-hmm. what's a good one. It's overwhelming. There's a lot on it, but a Chicago dog is pretty damn good, and it comes with like tomato and relish and hot pepper. But the key ingredient, key ingredient to a Chicago dog, and I guarantee you, put this on your hot dog, you will be surprised. It is celery salt. Mm-hmm. You've had it, right? I have, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a it's a game changer in hot dogs. It's a gagger. There's a freaking gagger, man. <laughs> There's that place called Johnny's, I, and I don't know if they exist. You ever anymore. go to Spit Strings? Uh, no. On 202? Oh, oh, no. no, no, no. Two people at the same time. Eat oh, that. my God. Johnny's okay. Doghouse, not Johnny's uh, whatever that one on, on 202 is, Casey, that you're talking about. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah. Uh, but there was, a, there was a few Johnny's Doghouses around. There was one in Wayne, and then they ended up having one in the airport. Anyway, they specialized in hot dogs, Preston, and they would put celery salt on their dogs, and they, uh, you're right. It, it makes it a better dog. Yep. It's it's a it's a subtle flavor that you're like, what is it? What's different about this hot dog? I like Pink's. They have one of those in the uh, King of Prussia Mall. They came in and did a meeting oh, with yeah. us. Yeah. They're, they're really good. But they, Steve, to your point, like, oh, those it's are a meal. Yeah. You know, they're really good. Let me ask you. But it's you, a lot. In conjunction with baseball starting back up, obviously. Are any of the are any of the places, I assume, to try to pick up some of that business, are any of these places doing any curbside that's a good question. Hot dog stuff. They or, you know, are you or, talking about like the ballparks just offering it outside? For lunch while games aren't while going games, on? While games are being played. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, so oh, Pino- right. Pinocchio's does. I don't know. They would do something to get I some hope business. So. Yeah, yeah. Pinocchio's always did like dollar dogs during the games. Right, right. Mm. 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 Tex says the Weston hates soup. His food opinions are worthless. <laughs> <laughs> the Weston, wow. the wow. Weston, the Weston. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, there was another text that said, "I stand with Casey, even if he doesn't stand." Oh, so meaning, meaning, <laughs> I don't know. stand anymore. I'm a sit. I think oh. they're talking about sit wiping, pooping, and wiping. Well, yes. well the last. The, yes. I would love to see Casey's last stand since your your adoration I and nostalgia for it, and and obviously like Anthony here on the on the phone, a lot of people agreeing with you about the it's it's legend. Hi, Anthony, you're on the air. Hey, what's up, guys? Delco in the house. Yeah, <laughs> love it. All right, so uh, yeah, the last stand. You wanted to comment on that? Oh yeah, I got to go with Casey on this man. The last stand was the best. Hands down, the best. I almost cried when they closed. <laughs> wow. I don't know if it was the cheese. I'm a cheese dog guy. I don't know what it was. They got something what? going on there. Anthony, what about this chili he referred to? Did you ever try that? Yeah, the chili. So it wasn't. It wasn't like soupy, like a chili. I, I kind of picture normally. It was yeah. more like a. I don't want to say pasty, but it was like it was chili uh, paste. Stew kind of. Okay. All right, I got gotcha. you. It sticks together. I, yeah. yeah, I've had. Yeah. I've had. Thank you, by the way. I've had meat chilies that are really thick. Yeah, and they put that on. And a, it's uh, not that on a gagger. Know, <laughs> on a gagger. Press. You, you would talk about celery salt being like a great um, flavor enhancer yep. for a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Their sauce, their you know, quote unquote, chili sauce is, I think, more of a flavor enhancer than it was of anything of of substance. They put that on okay. their Montequifos. <laughs> <laughs> God. How long have you been sitting on Monty Queen's <laughs> right now? Yeah. Um, the um, I love it. You know what the chili is? Well, it's, oh, see, now we're getting hungry. or going off. Now I'm thinking about I chili know. as well. But uh, there's a place, classic rock and roll location, um, featured in, and it, you'll see it pop up in all sorts of movies. It's called Barney's Beanery. It's on the Sunset Strip. It's where Jim Morrison and all the okay. all Janis Joplin, probably. So your dad was probably there, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, he was well, there. They all went there, and they're known for their their chili, which is legendary. Hang on, let me go to uh, Steve because he wants to point out a place they wouldn't think about getting a great hot dog at. That actually they have great hot dogs. So I'm going to go to Steve. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Hey, how you doing, man? Good, man. What'd you want to point out, bud? I think one of the best hot dogs is actually Five Guys Burgers and Fries. I would Most never people- consider <laughs> getting a hot dog there because the burgers are so damn good. Oh, yeah. Everybody goes for the burger, but I'm telling you, I used to work there, and we'd you know, we get like the one meal a day, and getting a hot dog there is phenomenal. Huh. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And I guess, I know, because, um, Steve, you probably had it because you worked there. You got tired of having the hamburgers all the time. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I mean, you get creative there, you know. Yeah. You got an open kitchen, so. I, I, I hear you. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts Thanks, for years, and I would always have the hot dogs, and then I realized they didn't sell hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you do when you do work in the restaurant business, and uh-huh. I think we all have at one time or another in, in, in some shape or form, you do get tired of the food of wherever you're working. Yeah. And you want to have something else. Yeah. Uh, so, Like, uh, I stopped having donuts and had munchkins. Sorry, Kath. Since yeah, we're mentioning places, I have to um, mention there's a place in Center City, if you're craving a hot dog today, it's called Destination Dogs, and all hot dogs on the menu. Plus, you can get like sausages, vegan options, all huh. sorts of stuff. I had a calendar raid a few months ago there um, and stayed and had hot dogs because okay. it was so good. <laughs> nice. When's the last hot dog you had? Like veggie dog or hot no, dog? No, no, no. Real hot dog. Oh, geez. How long ago uh, do you think it was? Middle school. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Do you think fondly about that at all? About, you know... The only time I ever crave 
Meat. <laughs> Go ahead. You can say it. The only time I ever crave meat is um, walking past Jim's Steaks on South Street. Okay. That's smells great. like the one time it smells really, really good. Okay. Um, actually, I was a food truck drive by the other day and had bacon cooking. But um, yeah, no, I'm good. And there's like oh, always so many options. You can just do a veggie dog. Yep. Veggie yep. dogs are good. Right. Some of them are really good. I'm still sitting on the number one thing that will blow oh. your mind. Oh, I can't blow wait. Your mind, I cannot guys. wait. About hot dogs. Five facts. This is National Hot Dog Day. Kathy, That's you might want to lay down. Why yeah. are we talking about it? Okay, here we go. You number know. one. Okay. Someone hold my hand. Number one, 7-Eleven sells millions of them a year. Whoa. Uh, well, I do I, believe that, I actually. your mind? It's actually, uh, I, for, the, for, the long, for about a year. You that loved was, those, right? Oh, man, I love them. I would get the, uh, the two, uh, I guess, quarter pound dogs or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they, they are all beef, and they were really good and, uh, yeah, sensational. You had to go at the right time, though, because sometimes they would let them spin a little too much. Like, they always look shriveled up. Yes. I, uh, it was I, like me getting out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a 7-Eleven near me, so I very rarely get to one, but I was in Souderton, and um, and it was I needed to go to a convenience store, and I was hungry. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting one of these just for the hell of it, Steve. They had the cheeseburger thing. It's not bad. It's ground thing. beef yeah. stuffed with cheese inside of it. I'm like, just for fun, I'll get this. <laughs> It was actually good. Do you know it'll blow your mind, too? I couldn't believe it. They're pizza. What? At 7-Eleven? It reminds you fondly of cafeteria pizza in school. And it's like, if you're, listen, uh, like, for me, if you're near a Wawa, you just get, you have the full deli and the full array. 7-Eleven doesn't have that. Well, you're talking about a corporation that has, you know, tens of thousands of stores across the country. The food has been researched. You know, it's, it's like when you talk about, you know, Papa John's or, or Domino's. I know people like their right. you know, corner pizza stores, but you know these are places that that have like my dad gets pizza in Dallas. Yeah, Domino's. Yeah. that's his go-to. That's and his his thing. It's got to have a lot of cheese. Well, the key the key about about big places like that, Casey, it's the same thing. Uh, say like uh, big beer companies is they find a way to make it consistent, consistent. where you will know exactly what you're going to get every time, no yeah. matter where yeah. you get it. And so they've worked out a formula, and of course they've taste tested it to make sure that it is appealing and so on. But the most important thing is that they have consistency, yeah. and no matter where in the nation or the world that you go to get it, it's going to taste exactly the same. My, My brother-in-law fr- is a Bud guy. Bud, yeah. uh, that's his beer and choice. That's what they do. And he knows that he it's exactly what he wants, and he gets it all the time. Yeah. My friend did that for Wawa. For uh, I think he's in a different position now, but basically was uh, part of the team that decided what goes on the shelves in Wawa and, uh. and why and how much and what store and all that. Yeah, it's a you know it's a, it's a marketing science. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, how they do that stuff. So just a couple more facts about uh, oh, Seven Eleven. Oh, 7-Eleven. And, and uh, in 2014 alone, 7-Eleven sold well over 60 million hot dogs. 60 that million. That is actually that's yeah. pretty amazing. That's a ridiculous that's number. That's mind-blowing. In 2014. And uh, in 2017, they sold over 100 million hot dogs. So for whatever got into us in 2017. That's one hot dog each for 100 million people. It spurned a uh, a hot dog uh, explosion of some sort. You're right, Steve. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, your yeah. figures are I, accurate. I, 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 I want to expand on that so you can understand what we're talking about. Right. So can you guys uh, do anything but uh, all beef hot dogs? Do you, I prefer you? them. Yeah. But if they're made what are the out other of options besides like foam? Chicken dogs. <laughs> no, pork dogs. Uh, sure. What's up, pork dog? <laughs> Not much ham ass. <laughs> pork dog. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't mind uh, yeah. the other. Yeah. The other no, white I, beef. I, I got to do all beef. All beef? All beef. So, wait a minute. So, like, uh, Oscar Mayer wieners and so on, those aren't all beef, are they? Uh, well, the, you have um, if, 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 any, different if, varieties. Right. Any Hebrew national is all is beef. You yeah, some right. of them are very specifically, specifically state yeah. on there, all beef. Franks or hot dogs. I hate the term Frank, by the way. Yeah. I don't like that. It's a cool name, though. You wanted to be called Frank. I know for that, a but bit. not for my hot dog. No. Not for yeah. what I'm eating. It's too, it's too uh, casual. How many Franks? Franklin. Do you want? No. no, Wiener. Dog. No, I'm not a Wiener fan. Hot dog. Uh, <laughs> Give me it's hot dog. Hot man. dog. Hot or dogs. Or I call dogs. them Hamiltons. Dogs. You call them Hamiltons? <laughs> That's right. You know, based off the Broadway play. Yeah. If, you the, if you go to the ballpark press and do you say uh, beer and a dog? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. And, and they sometimes manly. give you a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Foster. Yeah. yeah By the way, little. speaking of hot dogs, I got a text because uh, I do love these, the pretzel dogs. Yes. And oh, Annie those, Ann's. Okay, okay. Uh, those oh, are good. I got a text no. from somebody a moment ago who said, in conjunction with the uh, Bizarre File story about the busboy that called in sick saying he had COVID, she said she worked with someone who tried to fake COVID by putting a warm hot dog pretzel That's on their right. forehead <laughs> And then having the temperature taken, and it was 101.5. I'll tell you this, and that's brilliant, by the way. It is though, actually though, pretty it, smart. insane. It's crazy, uh, but I'll, smart. I'll say this. Pretzeled bread is sensational. It's great. This, mm-hmm. Especially when used for hot dogs, it, when used on for even for hamburgers. It's, it's wonderful bread. It should be used a lot more. Yeah, Nick, Philly Pretzel Factory. That's exactly what I was thinking. The yes. hot sausage. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what we do? And Rochelle hasn't done this in a while. We get, God damn it, I'm going to divorce her. Um, <laughs> wow. No. Uh, she hasn't done this in a while, but you take, um, you get crescent rolls. You get a, 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 a container yeah, yeah, of yeah. crescent rolls. And then those little, uh, what do you call the little hot dogs? The, the, the miniature ones, the, the, the baby ones. Oh, yeah. Little penises. Uh, little penises. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no, Marissa's saying it. What is it, Marissa? Cocktail wieners. Cocktail yeah, wieners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you take, uh, you tear off, you, you cut the... Um, uh, the dough from uh, the the crescent rolls up into small triangles or squares or whatever. Aren't they pigs in the poker? It's pigs in a blanket. Yeah, and they're but really you make your own. They're probably better. They're really really yeah. good, and they're super duper easy to make. And you get some mustard, a couple different kinds of mustard, spicy, mm-hmm. honey and mustard. You end up whatever. eating about thirty of them, and you do because they're so good. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. gorge on them, and you feel like you're eating nothing because they're so small. Hey, I, just, I didn't have like a. Whole, I just had like thirty tiny ones. Those you hear? Uh, you ever hear Homer Simpson's rant on those when he talks about the sauce? He's like, no. brother. That ain't ketchup, but he like there's, there's like a thirty second. No, setup. yeah, it's, it's Marissa. If you can find it, it's, it's he, he goes on about the stuff that you put on the pigs in a blanket. <laughs> the, the oh, way I that he sums that. it up with brother, that ain't ketchup gets wow. me every time. Well, you can go to the fanciest gala, and they will have you know pigs oh, in yeah. a blanket for you. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You go to Bill Gates' house. There's a big barrel of pigs in the blanket right when you walk in. Yep. Right. I, I believe it. And a lot of uh, you know the you know Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Absolutely. Pigs in a blanket. Absolutely. Swine in a contraption. <laughs> Snossages. You remember that? Snossages. Yeah, yeah that's dog for, uh, kids, uh, or I mean uh, dog treats, right? Yeah. Were you did, eating them? <laughs> did you ever try to eat one? <laughs> no, but I faked my brother into eating one uh, because... My older brother was. Um, <laughs> I told you I put out Gaines burgers at a party uh, one time. That's yeah. Right. Wait, yeah. on purpose? Really? Yes. <laughs> and people ate them. Ooh, somebody says try. Uh, this is from our friend Tucker. Do pigs in a blanket, but with breakfast sausage for breakfast. Mm. That's a good idea. Do you guys like grilling just like regular sausage instead of dogs? Um, mm. You know, on the grill? Mm. You know, it's grilling hot. regular sausage? Yeah, like, you know. Uh, 
Like breakfast sausage? Not breakfast sausage. Like Italian sausage. Like an Italian sausage, like sausage on the sure. grill. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those are good. It's I'll fun bratwurst and stuff like yeah. that. I like hot dogs, yet I don't like any much else in the sausage factory. Do you not like the um, uh, the sa- casing? Is it Does the casing and like the chewiness yeah, throw you off? Yeah, okay. That, okay. I don't like that. I don't like, you know, the, the, the stuff like bloodwurst or any of the... Um, yeah, I like those. I like knockwurst and, yeah. and and bratwurst and and hot dogs. When you go past, when you get into liverwurst and stuff right. like that, I'm not into. It's a little mushy. When you're at the ballpark, um, there are a few uh, stands where they where they grill the sausage and they grill the peppers and onions. It and looks that, good. That ropes me in every time. And yeah. they have you know they, it's just out on display. My mouth's watering talking about it. There's a guy I forget. He, the guy would always come into this gym years. The guy got a place. got sausages. I know. <laughs> I don't like them. All right, here's the here's the Homer Simpson okay, right. cook about cocktail weenies. Well, you can't go wrong with cocktail weenies. They taste as good as they look, and they come in this delicious red sauce. It looks like ketchup. It tastes like ketchup. But, brother, it ain't ketchup. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. I love it. All right, well... National hot dog. There you go. Yeah. And then I just wanted to blow your mind with all <laughs> those facts. So hopefully your mind. I feel like I felt at the end of 2001 the first time I saw it. That's what My we mind were... has been blown. <laughs> That's what we were going for, brother. All right. Let's take a break and come back. Keep in mind we have a secret text word, and today it is your chance to win a free month of Philo. Or is it Philo? Philo dough. Uh, there's fi- and it's also Philo dough. I, some people, Philo Philo. Philo Philo. Whatever. Let's call the whole thing off. And an Amazon Fire TV stick, by the way. It's and Stike. You can uh, <laughs> text word secret to 39333. We'll bounce the word back to you, see if you can win in a little bit. And uh, we'll grab a random texture, too. So get on that, because time's running out. Don't know what happened to Kreischer. Um, maybe it, tomorrow. We'll yeah. see about that. All right. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, here it comes. Bizarre Five. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. Brought to you by HERS. Pick up a specially marked bag of HERS today for a chance to win $10,000. And take your summer to the next level. Full rules and details at summerhers.com. HERS forever good. Uh, police in Delaware say a 12-year-old boy stole a pickup truck from a gas station and led officers on a high-speed chase. This was uh, on the 18th. This How high-speed? They didn't indicate in this particular story, Steve, but he must have been moving. Delaware State Police say that the boy stole a 2003 Ford Ranger while its owner was using an ATM uh, at a Wawa gas station, and that was in Newcastle. And police have not yet released the boy's name. They say the boy refused to stop the vehicle, then crashed into a parked car, did a (laughs) U-turn, then sped up and crashed into the guardrail after failing to make a curve. You're not going to take me alive. He then exited the truck, Steve, and he ran. He fled on foot before he was arrested by troopers. Police say he does face multiple charges, (laughs) including three felonies, man. Well, wow. Yeah. A large pool float isn't going to be very safe on a big river. A man and a woman had to be res- had to be rescued by New York City firefighters on Sunday when their commercial raft, which, by the way, was sh- shaped like a giant swan, 
was sucked into the East River near the 55th Street. Stop Dude. looking at me, Swan. <laughs> I've um, seen those suckers. They're huge. The FDNY dispatched a boat to rescue them around 4.30 in the afternoon after officers were informed that the pool toy had unwittingly sailed into heavy marine traffic. Oh, God. Uh, the couple was evaluated by EMS workers. When You're they, idiots. When they returned to the shore, no injuries were reported of pool float. Uh, three people face drug charges after officials from three agencies searched the car and home of a woman seizing about $12,000 worth of heroin and other drugs as well as a live alligator. Mm. Jessica Hutchins was outside the beverage mart when officials observed her allegedly selling crack cocaine to a man armed with a search warrant and uh, the officials had impounded the black Chevrolet Cobalt and took it to the sheriff's office, and they found 100 grams of heroin, crack cocaine, powdered, co- powdered cocaine, and fentanyl. They're drug dealers, and they have a, a Chevy Cobalt? Yeah, as well as digital scales, cash, and other drug-related paraphernalia inside the car. They searched her apartment. Sees about four and a half grams of crack cocaine and powder cocaine, along with drug packaging material, digital scales, cash, and drug paraphernalia. Police also said, we also got an alligator out of the home. <laughs> the two-foot-long wow. alligator... Oh, two foot. Which is being housed in Rubbermaid tubs, was taken to the Marine Warden Service. Having an alligator in Maine is illegal if someone does not have proper permits. And drug dealers, I mean, people are really, they they like to have bizarre, Tigers, exotic big right. animals. Scarface, right? like the uh, alligators. But like, you remember, like in uh, Miami Vice, remember he had an alligator yeah. on his boat. I don't know what the deal is with that. Not two feet. Uh, so, have you ever had a reason to break into your own home? Yes, I have. <laughs> Locking keys inside, things yep, like that. Likewise. But a man in the UK recently did so, but it was because he was worried about his kebab getting cold. As in, like, uh, shish kebab? Yeah, kebabs are, are a big yeah. uh, thing in, in Britain. Uh, Reese Barr apparently drank at least 20 pints of beer and at least five Jaeger bombs. Whoa. Jesus. Before returning to his home in the early hours of July 12th, he figured out that he was locked out of the house, and then he tried to sleep in a bar that he had built for himself in his backyard, but he couldn't get comfortable. I can't get comfortable. It's about my kebab. So he grabbed a 20-foot ladder and leaned it against his bedroom window. Security camera footage shows him breaking the window with a mallet and holding a bag with a kebab inside of it (laughs) with his other hand. He then throws the bag of food through the broken window, before diving in after it. He says when he woke later on, he had no idea how he got into the house until he watched the footage, and he adds that it was worth it to be able to eat his food while it was still warm. Oh, so the fact that he even remembers doing that. Made all the difference for him. You guys may have seen the video of this, but uh, news anchor uh, Marichka Padalko, uh, who was uh, she was giving a news update on the coronavirus crisis in on Ukrainian television when she felt a tooth come loose while she yeah. was speaking, Steve? Yeah, I got this a load of times, and I said she's an amateur. Same thing that happened to you. Video shows she caught the tooth and continued talking as if nothing had happened. Many people continued watching, unaware that one of her front teeth was missing. <laughs> but some viewers noticed and posted about it on social media. I pointed out that I was a badass because it was a straw that took my tooth out. Padalco saw what people were saying and replied, yes, I really lost part of my front tooth during uh, the broadcast today. This is probably my most curious experience in 20 years as a presenter. (laughs) 
She later explained that it had been uh, that it had likely happened as a result of an accident which happened more than ten years earlier involving her young daughter. There was years ago on uh, Eyewitness News in New York. There was a dude, one of the old newscasters, the old anchors. His entire bridge came out. <gasps> oh my god! I mean, okay, he was that one of these kind of things, you know, and you, he just could not continue the news. Oops! Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. One last story. You like this, Steve? Uh, there's loving John Wick. Yes. And then there's our international drug smuggling concern was potentially brought down because we wanted to slip a cute little reference to John Wick in our cover story (laughs) situation. So it's a drug bust that recently happened in Italy in which Italian cops discovered a bag filled with coffee beans that had all been cut open, hollowed out, filled with cocaine, and then resealed to hide the drugs. The scheme was undermined and discovered because cops noticed that the fake name they slapped on the coffee bag, Santino D'Antonio, was also the name of the sleazy bad guy Ricardo Scaramiccio plays in John Wick Chapter 2. Yes. So they picked up on that name That reference. Wow. And they were like, this isn't real. And they looked, and sure enough, full of drugs. So that that was their (laughs) undoing. Yep. All right, and then uh, one last story, uh, and there's a video of this. Uh, Chloe uh, Mesumechi sent a video of a woman tripping and falling as a bison charges at her and another person in Yellowstone National Park. When she hit the ground, she played dead. Did like, it work? She And it worked, Steve. Chloe said in an email Friday, the incident happened at Nez Pierce Creek. Yeah. She said the woman is a Montana local, so she knew to play dead in that situation. What is it? Uh, the woman was reportedly uninjured and escaped without a scratch. No further information about the couple charged by the bison was immediately available. But it's funny because she hits and boom, she stays still. Wow. And they leave her alone. There have been a number of stories recently about people getting far too close to these bison. Yeah, yeah they get gored. They're getting gored. She yeah. charges her, and yeah. then as soon as she falls and plays dead, he, he just kind of sniffs her and, like, runs away. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, I got a word for you. It's called douche. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's some nasty smelling stuff out on the plains there. Yeah. Come on. I live in the wild and nothing I've ever smelled smells like your crotch. It it does work, though. That thing, you know, we were watching the footage. You got to realize this thing is a is a is a is a. Car with yes. legs. Yes. Just stay on the trails. <laughs> stay away from wildlife. Oh, they're so pretty. God, I hate these oh, people so much. I know. I know. Man. Well, they're also going to get the animal killed. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys see, and they were on the trail where the bear, there were like two women that were standing there and a bear walked up to them and was basically swatting at the one. Ooh, kind of inspecting. I'm a human. Look, look, look. <laughs> it was kind of like that because the bear did. stood up on the high line. It looked like it was yeah. mocking the humans. And it's kind of inspecting her. Look, I'm a tourist. Totally. Because they're walking along and they're unaware. Yeah. Well, look, one, look, I'm on vacation. Uh. The one girl basically turned her back on the bear like, I can't see you. Right, right. Yeah. Have you seen the footage of the, the bear? It's, it's from a security camera in a living room. It goes yeah. into the house. And the door goes, <laughs> and, and, and the frame gets blown right off. It, and the door has just been pushed in by the bear. Yeah, and like it, it's like the cops were about ready to raid a drug house. Bear squad. The, it flies open. The yeah. door absolutely shoots open. It's and this bear, and then he just kind of wanders in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
They do have that kind of look, right? They do. Yep. All right. So we are going to take a break, but we're going to get a winner for our secret text word. And Kathy's responsibility is to give you the number caller. What will it be? 25. Uh, Caller 25-215-263-WMMR. Call if you only have the secret text word, and we'll get a random texter, too. So let's find out who our winners are when we return. Stay with us. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're looking for our secret text word. Call it, it was number 25. And that's who we're going to. And that's Tina. Hi there, Tina. Hi, get Zooks. <laughs> Tina, do me a favor and tell me what the secret text word is. Jumbo. Stop looking at me, Swan. That's correct, yes. Oh, it's right here. I am the god of hellfire. All right. And I bring you fire. Tina, hang on. I hit the wrong button. Because <laughs> uh, you see, you win a fire stick, and that's why yeah, Casey sent up this but song. But Swan shouldn't have. Stop looking at me, Swan. All right. I totally thought you did that on purpose. I was like, I love it. No, it works, though. It works. It's not really, but it does. Uh, so we have a free month of Philo and an Amazon Fire TV stick. And it's Christmas in July on Hallmark Channel with holiday movies 24-7 through Sunday. Catch Christmas at the Plaza, Christmas Under Wraps, a Christmas duet, and more when you sign up for Philo, the most affordable way to watch live on and, uh, and on-demand TV for more than 50 channels, including Hallmark and Nickelodeon. Visit philo.tv slash Christmas in July, by the way. And we also grabbed a random texter, and that is uh, from Sher- it is Sherry Ivers from Quakertown. Hey! hey! Town. So she gets the same thing. Congratulations to you. <clears throat> I would like to point out there's a new Daily Rush video. Hey! Available for your viewing consumption. And uh, Nick Murphy and the gang came up with the title Michigan uh, for this one. It's our 51st seat. It's called Michigan. Yeah. And uh, it says there aren't enough life jerkets in all of Michigan. <laughs> and you can watch it now at PrestonAndStave.com. It was a day where I couldn't say anything correctly. Yeah. Uh, sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So watch that when you get a chance. All right, lesson question time. And we are going to give away digital download to Caddyshack. The question I have for you this morning is what dessert item preceded hot dogs for Dollar Dog Night? You just hold out your hand. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. What dessert item preceded hot dogs for Dollar Dog Night? 215-263-WMMR. You know the answer. Call now, and we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we get today. What's going on, Steve? Well, Gwyneth Paltrow singing the praises of bamboo fiber bed sheets, which he's just started selling on her website, Goop. Paltrow says they are incredibly cheap and comfortable with just a minimal risk of panda molestation. Oh, my God. Prince Harry is firing back at claims that he mishandled hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of royal funds. Harry reportedly became irate over the accusation when he was confronted outside of a business that was monogramming his new submarine. (laughs) And finally, great news for Game of Thrones fans is the new prequel show, House of the Dragon, has officially started casting. According to George... George R.R. Martin, the series will take place 300 years before Game of Thrones and about 100 years after the Flintstones. (laughs) 
Natural Hollywood Trend. All right, we shall see if we can get an answer to this question. What dessert item preceded hot dogs for Dollar Dog Night? And I am uh, going to Sean for the answer. Hey, Sean. Hey, Hamas. <laughs> What's up? What was it? Pork dog? What's up, pork dog? What's up, pork dog? Pork dog? Uh, what dessert item preceded hot dogs for Dollar Dog Night? Pudding. Pudding. Hey! Hang on, Sean. We got you, man. We are going to set you up. With what the hell are we going to give it? A oh, digital, yeah. yeah, a digital download of Caddyshack and the golf comedy classic starring Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, Bill Murray, and the pesky gopher celebrates its 40th anniversary this month. You can own the Blu-ray and digital movie now. We're going to do music news now. Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, I got a few things passed along to you. We'll begin with this. Guns N' Roses will announce the rescheduled dates to its 2020 tour, and they're going to do it on Monday, the 27th, this coming Monday. Any projected time frame? No. Uh, the They had posted that the band's dates were set to kick off on July 4th in Milwaukee and run through August 26th, but were put on ice back in May due to the ongoing pandemic. So... I don't know what their plans are as from when they're going to launch next year. Uh, but an email was sent to ticket holders, which read in part, Dear Guns N' Roses and fan, Guns N' Roses fans and ticket holders, uh, we want to let you know that the event organizer is working on rebooking a tour for 2021, which includes your event. You'll receive another email from us on July 27th with the full details for 2021. Hang on to your tickets in the next update. Uh, you receive from us will include information on how to obtain a refund should you be unable to make the new event date. At that time, all fans will be given 30 days to request a refund. Thank you for your patience and understanding. We look forward to gathering and celebrating the live experience. All you together. need is a little patience. Well, I was picking up on that, too. So uh, we'll find out down the road. I like Axel's new Peloton commercial. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, Breaking Benjamin posted a never-before-seen video in honor of their canceled summer tour with Bush. The video, shared on both the band's YouTube and Instagram pages, shows the group's cover of Allison Chain's Wood with special guest Gavin Rossdale. The performance was captured during Breaking Benjamin's co-headlining tour with Korn February 29th of this year. Uh, and it they wrote, uh, thanks to Gavin Rossdale of Bush for joining us on uh, stage earlier this year to cover a classic. And thanks to all of you for your undying, unending dedication and support. Uh, see their bassist, Dale Stewart, is frustrated that the band can't tour in support of their new album. Uh, he said it's frustrating to have a new album that you worked really hard on and you're really proud of, and you can't wait for people to hear this thing, and you can't wait to go out and play these songs for the people. I want to go tour. <laughs> uh, the group's eighth LP, C. Vis Peckham, Mm-hmm. Parabellum is due out August 28th via Fantasy Records. You know who has a hard time saying that album? It's, uh, yeah, Jackie Bam Bam. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. She's from Pachydermis Pla- Pla- Portabellum. <laughs> it's off the new album, Pachydermis Portadella. Pa- <laughs> I like Pachydermis Portabella. <laughs> it's from Pachydermis Portabella. In fairness, it's a phrase in Latin. It's it is a easy. weird phrase. Yeah, it's a, I guess a, a, a peace and war, right? A, a contradicting the two in, in Latin, but uh, Jackie struggles. He can't even say kayak. No, cannot. Kayak. Kayak. Spend some time out on the lake on my kayaki. <laughs> yeah, I love him. On my bukkake. Oh, man. <laughs> Just taking the afternoon. 
All right, Joey Armstrong, son of Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong, responded to the allegations of sexual misconduct made against him by uh, Lydia Knight. In a social media post, the Regrets singer described herself as being the victim of, quote, emotional abuse and sexual coercion by someone in a position of power over me. Uh, Now, he wrote on Instagram, I want to address Lydia's Instagram post about her relationship. While I don't agree with some of the things she said about me, it's important that she be allowed to say them and that she be supported for speaking out. I respect her immensely and fully accept that I failed her as a partner. I was selfish and didn't treat her the way she deserves to have been treated both during our relationship and in the two years since we broke up. I have apologized to her privately, and I hope she can forgive me if and when she is ready to do so. I own my mistakes and will work hard to regain the trust that I lost. So that's all he had to say about that. Uh, in celebration of the 40th anniversary of their 1980 Back in Black album, ACDC has just posted a vintage video of the band performing the albums You Shook Me All Night Long on YouTube. And the clip was shot uh, February 4th, 1981 at Tokyo, Japan's uh, Nihon Senekan. Senenkan. Uh, Blabbermouth reported that back in December, the RIAA verified the album 25 times platinum. Back in Black, which was released on July 25th, 1980, marked the band's first follow-up. Uh, following uh, the death of frontman Bon Scott with Gordy lead singer Brian Johnson replacing him. So they have a vintage track that you can check out. And speaking of uh, tracks like that, Scarlet breaks out uh, of the vault for multi-format and deluxe reissue of Goat's Head Soup from The Stones. So ah. The Stones have, un- have unearthed this song, Scarlet, featuring Jimmy Page. Uh, so it's The Stones and Jimmy Page? Yeah, as well as late uh, bass great Rick Gretsch, who used to play with Traffic and Blind yeah. Faith. Goat's Head Soap. And it was uh, recorded October 1974. They uh, serve it at the last stand. Mick had said, <laughs> I remember first jamming this with Jimmy and Keith in Ronnie's basement studio, and it was a great session. And do we have some of it? We do. Um, we do. Uh, so I can play it. You know what? Let me, uh, I'll just play it here. Okay. So Jimmy Page, interesting. The release (laughs) special packages will feature 10 bonus. (laughs) Stop looking at me, Swan. Mick Jagger is Billy Madison. Wow. Uh, The release. Stop looking at me, Swan. The release special packages will feature 10 bonus tracks, including previously unreleased track All the Rage. And the recently surfaced Criss Cross. 
Christopher that, Cross? No, not Christopher Cross. Uh, Chris Cross. Okay. And that is what I have in music news for you this morning. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We're going to wrap it up. Letter of the day, word of the week. That is on the way too. And we'll say hello to one Mr. Pierre Robert. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's Marcus. Cancer won't stop and neither will we. Join myself and Team WMMR on Sunday, August 9th for the 48th annual ACS Bikeathon. This year we're going virtual. The pedal power to finish the ride against cancer may look different, but the mission remains the same. Each Team WMMR rider gets a free team t-shirt, registration and complete details at WMMR. And check out our custom Team WMMR apparel providers, Foley and Go Cycling. Team WMMR and the ACS Bikeathon, virtually unstoppable. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. Wednesday morning, getting ready to wrap up our, our program uh, for today. And uh, I want to thank you for being on the show today. We took a lot of phone calls. We had some good conversations. And uh, we're supposed to have Kreischer on, but uh, don't know. Don't know what Bert's a friend, so I'm sure it's nothing on purpose. There's a myriad of things that could happen in the world of Bert Kreischer oh that would keep him from getting to the phone. I don't even want to think yeah. about what the possibilities could be. But, uh, you know, we'll see about uh, getting him on at a later date. But in the meantime, we do have Pierre Robert. We got that going. Yeah. Us, which is nice. There's a big thrill. Yeah. What a thrill. <laughs> How you doing, man? You like that new Stone song? Yeah. That's cool, that was right? cool. That was very cool. I love that you previewed it. And then I, I didn't expect that you would actually play it, too, which was cool. Very yeah. cool. Nice. Good for you. Nice. Um, shall we do the letter? I'm thinking that. Wow, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. I as in illegitimate. All right. Mm. And we just have two more to go, and then we give away our prize, which just so happens to be a pair of Ron Jaworski golf passports. Each passport entitles you to eight rounds of golf. That is one at each of his six course locations, the local ones, a seventh bonus round locally, and the eighth round at Honey Run in York, PA. And some restrictions apply. Ron Jaworski, Golf Passport is the MMR big friggin' deal this week. And that means you can get it now, WMMR.com. Use the keyword deal. Supplies are very limited. This one usually sells out quickly. It's eight rounds of golf for $89. It's an unbelievable price. Shipping is included, so go to WMMR.com. Uh, to get the details and to buy it. Everything good in your world? Very good. Nice. Excellent. What's up on the show today, then? Well, we've got um, uh, everybody, when they put these uh, reissued albums out, they're really fun because, like Goat's Head Soup, which is coming in September, uh, just recently out is Working Man's Dead, the 50th anniversary of that Grateful Dead album. So I've got the digital download of the um, the reissued version of that to give away today. We also have workforce blocks of the Foo Fighters, Almond Brothers, and Pearl Jam, Nicholas. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, Maybe do, do something off their new record. Oh, yes. You know? What would you like to hear? I don't know. I'll think about it, but um, we'll, I'll get back to you. Supermoon, Wolf, Blood? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, let, me, let me thank our sponsors, President Steve Show's Super Blood Move. No, Super Blood Moon Wolf. Wolf. What's that? Wolf, moon Wolf. Wolf Super moon. Wolf Whoopie Pie. Thank you. That's how would Jackie it. pronounce it? <laughs> Kayak. <laughs> Sorry. Kayak. Uh, our sponsors, the President Steve Show brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. Also, 
Uh, Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston Steve Show. And hers, the official snack food of summer. Tomorrow on our program, let's see if we can get Bert Kreischer back on. Uh, we have Kim Fields, Tootie, oh, from the Facts of Life, who will awesome. be joining us. And we also have the Preston and Steve Cooling Caravan with Duncan headed out and about to some more places. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Why at any time of the f-ing day, any day of the week, can I get any kind of goddamn breakfast I want? I can get pancakes. I can get a muffin. I can get a biscuit. Can I get a f-ing bagel? No. What do you got against f-ing bagels? Next message. I'm finally getting a haircut. Five months. My last one. I love you, Leah. Next message. Oh man, it's hot out here. Yeah, no f- If one more f- tells me that it's hot out here, I'm going to snap a gasket. It's the middle of f- July almost, August, you douchebag. Wait till three months and you're crying. I'm freezing. Oh, my God. Shut the f- up and do it. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DelToyota.com and DelChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.